This episode of the Model 3 Owners Club podcast is brought to you by Doolaban Insurance. If you live in Ontario, Canada, and are looking for the best price and coverage on your Tesla, give Doolaban a call at 1-855-385-4226 or visit our website at doolabaninsurance.com slash Tesla. And we're it's off. started already. Yeah. So this is how we start. This is how we start. Yeah. This is how we'll end. Well, yeah. as you can see, we've decided to do uh, what we think is most epic Model 3 Motors Club podcast. We're in South Florida. We're on vacation. And uh, look, we got the whole crew up tonight. Eric is with me. Ian is with me. Michael Bodner has showed up again. Yeah. Welcome. And our good friend, and our good friend, Rafael Santoni from the Tesla. Tesla Tino and Tesla Tuni, so make sure you subscribe yeah. to that. Um, this is going to be completely unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> We're just down here to have fun. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for what, at least two months? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we figured we'd just come down and get the gang of us all together here and have a little time and uh, just, I mean, we'll talk about Tesla, of course, but I think this is going to be completely unscripted. Um, first thing we'll probably mention is that this will be probably a long one. And second of all, there's going to be most likely some adult language. Mm -hmm. So if you have little children, probably not the best one to watch. Uh, no, not Michael. No, no. I'm more worried about you. I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be fine. I yeah. promise. Right. So you sure. probably want to watch this on your own time, whatever. But this is going to be pretty epic. Maybe not at the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. You'll put the not safe for work label on it. Yeah, yeah. I'll try and do In that. In the events. Yeah, right. exactly. We're going to have a safe word. <laughs> we have to pick some kind of word that we'll bleep out or something yeah. like that. But anyways, um, yeah, so we're just going to just riff a little bit and mm -hmm. uh, talk about whatever uh, whatever comes to our minds. Uh, like I said, might be some bad language. Who knows? Uh, totally unscripted. So um, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? We did Cars and Coffee a couple days ago. Maybe we, we should do a little recap of that. Yeah. We can start with there. Sure. You want to go? Well, I want to say it was, it was a fantastic event. I think the turnout was uh, beyond what we could have imagined uh, for, the, for the event. Uh, it was great weather, uh, a lot of great cars. We had the signature wrap vehicles that were there, which were really impressive. Some custom body designs, too. Um, you know, our cars were there. We had some great photographs, too. So if you haven't already uh, checked out all of our social media uh, stuff, on, you'll see it all on there. Yeah. Um, the Midnight Silver Collective. Oh, right. Yes. There's, uh, you're going to see some content coming pretty soon from Michael. I know Trev's already put out two videos uh, regarding the event. I know uh, Raphael already put some content out there. Uh, our friend Nate also put out some great stuff. So. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, yeah. Nate. Thanks for coming out, Nate. Purple Model 3. Hashtag, uh, hashtag Purple, Purple Model 3. 3. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, no, it was, uh, I think it was a great event. I think it'd be good. it was better than we could have asked for. And our thanks to uh, MNX for hosting us and for putting out some great Yay for stuff MNX. there. Those so guys were awesome. And, and we had, yes. we had what, uh, some Girl Scout cookies too. I mean, it was, um, it was super it well was organized. They, yeah. On their side, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah, so lots of fun. Thanks for everybody for coming out. Um, I don't know. Is it going to be an annual thing? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I hope so. Next time I'll have a drone. I'll have all sorts of crazy <laughs> gear. I don't know. Spending that YouTube yeah, cash. It's going to get bigger and better. Yeah. I did like the comments um, that appreciated the fact that we were wearing shorts and t-shirts, some of us. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us. One of the polar vortex is going on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I made a point of wearing shorts because when I'm out of that cold, I live in shorts yeah. practically at home all yeah. the time. So. I, for one, did not and lived to regret it that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lord, I, 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 it was hot. I had like some sunscreen on. I'm like, all right, you want some sunscreen? And he's like, yeah, I'll put it on my arms and I'll start with that. And he just like hours later is like, my neck is burning. Can I put yeah. it on now? I'm like, if your neck is burning, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah. It's funny because we went done. down to the beach today yeah. and... Uh, I, I, for one, I hate sunscreen. I hate it with a passion. I don't like the, the greasy feel. I'm glad that it works, uh, but I missed a spot today, so I got burnt here on my ankle today. <laughs> that's it's, that's it's a Canadian the classic. Spot I missed burn. is right yeah. down here. Yeah. Yeah. Where's like your gimbal for the zoom in on that? I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have. We'll, 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 we'll cut that in later. <laughs> we'll get you a close up of it. So I've got some aloe vera back at the house. I might have to apply some of that. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on the skin. Put <laughs> oh, the lotion in the basket. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cars and coffee was really cool. Did anybody get a car count outside yes, the compound? I did. How many? A hundred and two. Are you kidding me? I counted a hundred and two, but that didn't count like people that came and went. You know, like people. There's probably home. more. I yeah. thought it was yeah. about eighty, but no. I I have it on the video. Like I counted on the video. So yeah. that. I would say that's probably very close to the count that I had when I did uh, back in June 16th in Toronto. Mm -hmm. We had uh, about 300 people come out and about 100 cars. So, you know, that's a rough number. So it's about equivalent. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like literally a year ago, was it today or yesterday? It was um, a year ago yesterday. A year ago yeah. yesterday, we did cars and coffee. And mm -hmm. we had three, maybe four Model 3s. And remember how pandemonium was like everybody, like nobody had seen the car, right? Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, here was, we are. Was like, Roger's car. Yes. Um, that was one. There was a Model X there. Um, yeah, that was theirs. There was an also. I think there was the other. Yeah, it was only about. There was a Model red Model three. three. Right. There was a. The, the there was a white one. one. There was a white one. Yeah. And I think there was another one. But yeah, it was about four. It was a. Yeah. That's no it. more than yeah. four. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. The only uh, Model Three people have seen was just two or three days before the event. Mm -hmm. They had installed it. I think it was on uh, on the um, gallery store. No, um, in Boca. Town? In Boca. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't in Boca. No, it was at the Adventure Mall. No, Aventura. Aventura, Aventura Mall. Aventura Mall. Aventura 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 right. The, the first, yeah. uh, and it was midnight silver. I saw they were car. all midnight silver yeah. to yeah. start. Yeah. Bev and I had actually gone down to the mall to look look at it specifically, and they said, "Oh no, it, it they had to move it somewhere, so we missed mm -hmm. it." Yeah. I, I wanted to go look at it again, but. Uh, yeah, good uh, good times. Other than that, I mean, you know, we've just been spending some time on the beach and just kind of chilling and stuff. I know later this week on Saturday, we've got uh, big plans for the bunch of us. We're going up to the oh, Kennedy yeah. Space Center, and uh, we bought tickets for all kinds of stuff. So all I haven't tickets. been there in over 20 all years, tickets, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. I tried to get Tim Dodd to come down. Tim, if you're watching next time, get with the program, okay? <laughs> I, tried, I tried to get Tim to come down, but... Um, I think he would have been here if, if there had been definitely some kind of launch date yeah. and stuff. It looks like it's been pushed to March, so. Yeah. But we're still going to have some good content for you. We're going to bring, bring in all our camera gear and lots of fun that way. Um, any other thoughts? I mean, We've got three hours in the car together, so. Oh, there's going to be some mayhem for Not sure. I mean, there'll be mayhem tonight. We're going to have fun tonight, but yeah. I think when we do the car <laughs> thing, we're, we've got some stuff planned, so watch for that. Uh, it'll be fun. You know, three years, three hours in the car with a bunch of guys. Something's bound to ensue. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. Sorry, Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Raphael's wife, Nancy's over here in the corner. She's doing social media, I think, oh, on our behalf. Nate's going. Yeah, Nate's coming. Nate yeah. and his daughter, yeah. So Purple Model 3 will be there as, yep. as well. Yeah. And we have Brad. And, uh, Brad Garcia's coming, yeah. too. Yep. So, by the way, I want to mention, and I forgot totally about this, that like Cars and Coffee, I forgot to mention, and I feel totally bad, because the last time I thanked... I forgot my wife, and I never heard the end of that. Sorry, dear. <laughs> this time around, I forgot to say thank you to the moderators on the Model 3 Owners Club. Michael is actually one of the moderators. These guys 
do amazing work to uh, to keep everybody in line and keep things nice and organized and stuff. So uh, early days when I started, I had to do all the content. You can imagine how much that work that was. And now that people are flooding in and, and you know having moderators, what I do need is I need some some extra people in Europe to yeah. help us out in that time zone. So um, French Mike has it. That's all right. Well, you know what? He's he's pretty busy. He started another business. He's like yeah. he's officially retired, but he's actually started a consulting business, so he has and, a little less time. That market's about to explode. Yeah. So uh, if we have some yeah. European viewers uh, who are familiar, who might be already on the forum, have some good uh, contacts or um, some good um, uh, posting history, whatever, yeah, mm -hmm. that would like to help out, get in touch with me. To, uh, Username's Trev P on the forum. Uh, let me know. And then maybe we can set you up because we I would really like to have maybe one or two moderators on the European side of the time scale uh, time zones, I should say, to help out with that. Um, you know, we were talking about that today that we, you know, we need some help in that. Um, Especially now that they're getting deliveries this week. Precisely. Yeah, literally, they're that's, offloading the boats right yeah. now. Um, yeah, that's going to blow so, up for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going to need that for sure. Mm -hmm. um, anything else we want to talk about or? Oh. Wow. Wow. Can't really? Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> really? Um, I don't we just had a power failure. <laughs> the question is, is it our gear or is it the whole neighborhood? No, it, well, my, uh, it's, 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 I don't know. It, it, <laughs> the house is without power. That's oh, for sure. no, that's, uh, this, yeah. this is, this is footage money can't buy. This is <laughs> unprecedented <laughs> podcast material right here. I don't remember when there was a blackout here. Like, it's not hurricane <laughs> season. <laughs> Wow. The Should good thing about cameras, battery backup. Yeah, they're yeah. still going. Still rolling. All right. Here we, we're go. back. I think I think we're back. We just had a power yeah. failure. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was this special. This what happens when you're charging eight Teslas at the same exact time <laughs> in one house. I think Elon was mad at us and flipped the switch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, or it's Magneto outside just screwing with us. He does that sometimes. Oh, you know what? He does that, that reminds, whole EMF thing, right? Yeah. That reminds me. I wanted you to... <laughs> Maybe talk, take a couple of minutes and just talk about your uh, your epic drive down. Oh yeah, uh, that was kind of a thing. So um, yeah, when uh, Trev pitched this crazy idea about uh, going to the cars and coffee, he said like, you know, you should come down for this. And I thought, well, I do have lifetime free supercharging. This would be an excellent chance to abuse that privilege. <laughs> so I did. Um, and it wound up being a solo venture. Uh, my dearest at home, Brigitte said. This looks like a really Tesla geeky kind of thing, and I'm going to let you do this one, <laughs> which I think was probably the right decision, right, yeah. uh, given the context of what we're doing. So uh, thank you, dear. I appreciate that. And uh, I decided to venture off on my own. Um, and I have to say, this is a trip I've done many times. I've been coming to Florida, driving down many, many times. Uh, we do family trips down here all the time, and I was really looking forward to it. I mean, I love that trip. But going from, you know, the, the Mad Max version, you know, with gas where you can just refuel every 10 minutes and just keep going, going, going. I mean, we made Montreal to um, Cape Canaveral in 22, 22 and a half hours many, many times. You know, just mainline. Straight through yeah. without sleeping or anything. Well, we'd normally take a break of a couple hours to sleep mm -hmm. and then just keep going. But the driving time, yeah. Was, so, but we could still make it, you know, like middle of the afternoon of the second day. And I really was on a tight timeline. I had to leave Friday morning and be here Saturday night. And when I did the calculation based on really cold weather that was forecast and everything else, I thought I'm just barely going to make it by maybe midnight of day two uh, if I had a reasonable sleep. And I, I'm not, I'm, as a solo driver, I can't handle, I really have respect for people who can go 24, 30 hours straight just with naps. I'm not one of those people. Mm -mm. You do not want me on the road with 24 hours of no sleep. It just doesn't work. I've done it. 
You've done it. Yeah, yeah I, you were I've talking done, about that. I, I, and yeah, I've done the 24 before. hour before. I've done it on a motorcycle. Once. I've done long distance motorcycle endurance rallies where I've gone 24 hours with like a 90 minute break. Mm -hmm. That's intense. But I'll tell you, on a bike, it's so mm -hmm. like the, the sensation. Like, I mean, you can't, it's hard to fall asleep on a bike. I mean, yep. it's pretty, it's a pretty intense experience. And a car, especially a car with autopilot. Right. <laughs> yeah, with a car with autopilot, it's yeah. kind of like, I was like, I'm not going to take a chance. You know, it's way too easy. So I decided, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stop halfway down. However, what I did do was I uh, brought the same said air mattress and uh, sleeping bag that I had from the famous Tesla campout of 2016. I just threw it in the back of the car, inflated it, and then uh, at the uh, supercharger stop, in, first one in North Carolina, I think, was at Rocky Mount. Mm -hmm. um, I just set up camp there, plugged the car in, charged it, and um, parked it. You mentioned it. to me when you were done supercharging, yeah. there were two level yes. two. I have a sort of a moral quandary with what I did there. Let, let me explain and let, <laughs> and, and let the EV community judge. I, I will accept your judgment on this one. But uh, what I did was I supercharged uh, all the way up to 90% and then I was going to park just in the lot somewhere beside. And the, the idea being uh, with the climate on all night, I figured oh, I'd lose, you know, uh, five, ten percent. I know uh, Bjorn's done a lot of testing with this, but with the Model 3, I wasn't really sure what I was going to lose. So I figured, well, in the morning, I'll just plug back in for a few more minutes, top it up and go. As soon as I'd said that, I unplugged. I looked across. There's two free Level 2s in the same lot, like 100 feet away. I thought, ding, okay. So I'll park the car over there. I mean, it's North Carolina. I mean, there's nobody around. No, there's not a huge EV community. Come on, North Carolina, get the program. Yeah. Let's go. Because I was a solo act down there. There was no one. Um, so I figured, what's the harm? And it, you know, if somebody desperately needs a charge, if two cars happen to show up, knock on the window. Yeah. Hey, I'll move it. No worries, bud. So I plugged in and it was absolutely perfect. It was like being at a campground, right? Like plugging into the service. So the car stayed at 90% all night and uh, I kept the climate control on. I got to tell you, that's the best night's sleep I'd had in weeks. <laughs> and I'm not saying that for like, oh my God, you should get, you know, no, really, it genuinely was. The car is dead quiet inside. You don't appreciate how well sound insulated that car is till yeah. you actually sleep in it. And just the faint whisper of the AC going, I had, I mean, I've slept in so many crummy hotels where the AC is like, <laughs> you know, like, and this is like, <laughs> just lulling you to sleep. It was fantastic. So you're telling us an added benefit of a car, yes. like the Model 3, is you can sleep in it better than in the hotel. Yes. All right, there you go. That's all you need to know. And did yep. you use your fireplace? I did not. <laughs> I thought it would be a little creepy to have Roman Salt Mode on by myself. Uh, not judging for those of you who do, not judging. A little bare personally. Well, if you didn't tap it to start the music, you just had the fire going, you've been okay. Yeah, yeah, that's you it. Turn the volume down. Yeah, I could, I hey, could have. But uh, no, I figured, no, no distractions. Let's just, just go straight to... So how many hours did it take you to get down? Uh, 32? 32 and 50 is what I calculated. Ooh. I left the house at precisely five stopped to pick up some breakfast and then so if i deduct that the actual driving time on the road so that includes all the time i'm driving and all the time i'm charging was about 32 hours wow. and 50 minutes because normally i mean if you go cannonball style yeah from montreal or toronto whatever you can get down here if you drive straight and not stop only for fuel it's about 24 to 26 hours yeah. somewhere in that vicinity yeah so that's amazing yeah and that's door to door by the way that is from my house in vaudreuil um, all the way to Tap 42 in Fort yeah, Lauderdale. That was the bar we were at. If you watch the video, yeah. we were hanging out at night. That's where we went. I, uh, one of my friends was watching me on Glimpse the whole way down. He said, you crossed in over the Florida state line at just over the 26 hour mark. Wow. So yeah, we, we made good time, I must say. Good time. That's awesome. Speeding a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't mention, we were watching him on Glimpse. Yeah. Like, this guy's booking. Yep. <laughs>
flying. It's a P3D. Why not? You have to. The car's just like, come on, come on. You know. It's funny though, because my dad experienced it for the first time last night. Yeah. We went out for dinner and stuff and got Mm -hmm. him in the car. Yeah. And I was actually sitting in the back and, and, and I was waiting at one point, we were waiting right there in Hollywood. And I was like, Ian, the, the light's green. And then it just one fraction of a second, I know what he's doing. Ooh! <laughs> it took off like that. And that was actually the first time I actually been like not normally, because I know what to expect. When yeah. you don't expect it, mm-hmm. I, I really felt it, it right in my chest in that, oh, first, yeah. that first time, right? <laughs> yeah. And my dad was like gripping yeah. the door. He's handle. very quiet but I could feel like the, the, the door handle slowly getting crushed. So I thought, <laughs> okay, we better back it off now, you know? Yeah. I'm sure oh, Bev my, loved it. No, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Bev uh, went with you for a little bit there, but she loved it, I she dropped, for that. I stuff. dropped like 10% SOC just launching that thing from every light. Yeah, you know, she's like, again, again, again. Yeah, she, lo- she lives for that stuff, though. But I must say, the most challenging thing of the drive was the very early parts. Um, for those of you who don't follow the weather up north, you're lucky, for one. Um, but it was super cold. We yeah. had this whole polar vortex uh, thing going on, and we, I recorded the coldest temperature I'd ever <laughs> seen in the car so far was in Watertown, New York. Uh, it was minus 23 Celsius when I plugged into charge there, <laughs> and I made it with 2%. That was my first stop. And the whole, that, it, I mean, I don't get freaked out about anything. I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, no problem. You know, there's live monsters, whatever on the road. I don't know, it's no big deal. And <laughs> nah, 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 we'll just zombie start around them. Zombie apocalypse. No State big deal. Of emergency <laughs> Exactly. That freaked me out. So it all started when um, I took the 401 from Quebec into Ontario and crossed a thousand islands. Canadians will all know this route. And this takes you onto Interstate 81 on the New York side. And as I approached the toll booth, which is still on the Canadian side, the lady at the, at the toll booth says, oh yeah, all my friends say I'm nuts for being here with what's going on down there. I'm kind of like, what are you talking about exactly? She says, oh yeah, big storm over there, you know? And like, they're talking about closing the roads and I'm thinking, okay, That's not this a big is interesting. Deal. Why is this a problem? Yeah, exactly. And I'm looking, it's still kind of bluish sky around. Like the sun was just starting to appear on the horizon at this point. It was around, I guess, 7 a.m. So uh, I drive and then, you know, cross a few sections of bridge and I come to the border station and then the U.S. border agents, uh, you know, ask me the usual perfunctory questions, hands my passport back and says, by the way, sir, uh, I'm obliged to tell you that Jefferson County is under a state of emergency. Uh, that means that we have not closed the road, but if the state troopers catch you driving on the road, they can pull you over, which I thought was very odd. In 35, 38 years of driving, I've never had that. It's like, are you closing the road or not? Why are you leaving it open? This is basically some sort of a fundraising event. What are you doing? Like, how does this work exactly? But I'm not, you never ask questions like that. Well, was, no, no, not never. So you just agents. smile and nod mm-hmm. and acknowledge you've received this information faithfully mm-hmm. and you proceed, <laughs> which is what I did. And I, I really threaded the needle. I got so lucky on that because you could see the sky was all blue, but by God, was there a lot of snow, feet and feet of snow. Like, I mean, the, the, the banks on the side of the highway were like piled three feet high. Uh-huh. So they had just gotten hammered. Uh, and sure enough, when I just crawled into Watertown with 2% left on the battery, um, I had to like clear away the snow on the supercharger. You'll see some of the pictures I tweeted. It's like stuck to the, to the body of the supercharger. It was nuts how much snow they had gotten. And then, you know, I'm looking at the, the temperature thinking, hmm, how is this thing going to charge? Because we all know if the battery itself is very cold, you're not going to get a great charge late. So I'm already kind of getting depressed. I'm like, oh, here goes my glorious time out the window. This is going to take forever. So I plug the thing in. And like within 30 seconds, wow, like 115 kilowatts. It's charging mm-hmm. like a beast. Yeah. I think at minus 23, that was cool. So obviously the ambient temperature has nothing to do with it. It's just how much 
heat there is in the battery. In the so battery, yeah. the key is make sure you've got your heater on as long as you can afford it, because that actually, a lot yeah. of people are saying that draws more energy and it'll it keep the, the battery warmer and just drive it, man. How much, uh, how much mileage is for on your tires before you made the trip? Uh, yeah, that, we should talk about tires. I got peppered with questions like what type of tires uh, was I on? So to start with, um, this was definitely a do as I say and not as I do moment because I've been telling people on the podcast, if you're Canadian, if you're going down anytime to the south in winter, the smart move is to always keep your winter tires on because you never know what sort of conditions you get. I've seen it all. I've seen beautiful dry roads the whole way there and back. And then I've seen like absolute snowpocalypse. So the safe move yeah. is, is definitely, especially if you have the V rated tires, they'll do fine. I mean, they're so temperature resistant that they won't really notice the difference. If you have a very soft, you know, low speed, like a T rated or whatever, you have to sort of putter around here. You don't get, don't get any drifting competition going or anything. You'd be nice to them, but they'll, they'll do fine for the purposes of a week. However, that's what I recommend people do. It's not what I do. <laughs> I wanted to have some fun down here. You got to remember, folks, when I got this car, it was the end of September. I mean, you know, the clock was ticking. I only had a month or so month of, or of really nice yeah, weather to enjoy it. Yeah. So, you know, I've been on winters ever since. And I mean, of course, that's a whole other story. I've had fun in the snow, but I wanted to drive the car like it was meant to be driven in the dry. So I said, let's put on some all seasons. So I wound up um, on our Volt, Titanium Man, I had a set of... Um, Pure Contact uh, Continentals, which is a very high uh, efficiency tire. It's got very low rolling resistance, and it's a nice aggressive tread all season. And I've, we've driven the car in the snow in them, and it actually works okay. So I thought, I'll take a chance, I'll throw those on. Boy, would that ever wind up being a great test, because the whole first day, the conditions just went from you know, strange to worse. We had the super freezing cold in New York State. Then getting into Pennsylvania, we started to get hammered with very wet snow, um, some ice pellets. Um, it was just a mixture of anything you want. And I mean, there was cars flying off the road, left, right, and center. Um, so it, I have to say it did spectacularly well. Everything that you see people doing with this car and saying, yeah, the control in winter is great. Even on the all seasons, I have to say that's true. Mm -hmm. It is tremendously confidence inspiring. Um, you have to respect the limits, but one of the things I love about that tire is that it is very predictable. So even if it doesn't have the traction of a winter tire, when it gets to the edge, it'll give you a little nudge like, you gotta, you gotta take it down a notch, but you gotta take it down. You know, it's not like, oof, nope, sorry, you're gone. So um, the tires had maybe um, five, 6,000 kilometers. What would that be, about three, 4,000 miles? So they're still relatively fresh. Gotcha. Uh, although I'm doing my best um, to correct that situation now. Yeah. Here. <laughs> but that reminds me, because last night after we dropped my parents, <clears throat> off going around the corner and stuff mm -hmm. that uh, I caught you on the side of the road and you were playing with your tire pressure. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I, I, again, it's like, you know, the, the, the my dad, shoemaker my dad shoes, right? Isn't that Ian on the side? The What's road? he doing to his tires? <laughs> I think I, I said to him, I think he's adjusting his tire pressure because he left the house and they were cold. I can't imagine what they're yeah. at right now. Well, it's real critical. I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with super cold temperatures like that, you have to check the t temperatures outside when the car is cold. So cold, meaning like, parked wherever it's going to be working. Like, you know, you can't put the car in your garage and check it there where it's warm. You need the car outside. So the night prior, when it was about minus 15 or so, I'd set the tire pressures to 45 PSI. So they'd stay there. And you even want to add a little more because a tire is supposed to increase pressure as you drive it. It's designed, right. you know, if you yeah. set it at 42 as you drive, you'll see it'll go to 44, 45, it 46. Yes, and normal. it's supposed to do that. The engineers figured that out. When it's minus 23 out, it doesn't do that anymore. It's it's just like, there. I'm out, whatever you set me at, that's what I'm staying at. Maybe I'm going to drop, you know, they just lose too much heat, just like we do. Yeah. So you want to actually bump them up. So 
Yeah, by the time I had hit Georgia, they were reading like 52 PSI. <laughs> uh, it was like driving a cement mixer. <laughs> and every time I got in the car down here, it's like, I got to do that. I got to fix that. I got to fix that. You know? So finally, I couldn't take it anymore. So at 10 o'clock on the side of the road last night. Yeah, I was like, I have, that's it. I've had it. Wow. What have you been up to? Well, um... You took an epic tro road trip out to California. Yeah, yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about that one. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, so, uh, so what was the idea behind that, anyways? My my my, my sons were in uh, California, so okay. we went to visit them. Okay. But California, Fremont, we thought you know good idea to go to a factory. Uh, factory was, tour. Yeah, but we couldn't make you it. You couldn't make it. Until yeah, it was it was too much. But we had a lot of fun. The one thing that we did do and enjoy a lot was uh, the people we met on the trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the journey was probably better than the destination, <laughs> for real, because, uh, so, of course, we're in social media all the time, and I actually got recognized by someone on the road, that was, like, unexpected, yeah. right? Because uh, the channel's young, I haven't been doing it that much, so uh, that was interesting. And then, people that we've never seen before, uh, we met on the road and, you know, exchanged information. We actually made some friends. We have actually kept in yeah. touch a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's great. And the other thing is that we never got tired. We drove for 30 some hours pretty much nonstop and we never got tired. On that the supercharging thing is completely, yeah. people don't realize what oh. supercharging is like. That's, that's huge. And I mean, you know, that, again, that was one of the biggest differences. I went into this trip, as I said earlier, a little nervous because I didn't know how that vibe was going to go. It was going to be such a, a long, much longer trip than I thought. And it wound right. up being so much shorter. And even, even that, the fact that you get out of the car every two, two and a half hours yeah. is, is great. And it's funny, you know, like I have to imagine all the Model S and Model X people looking at us going, where are you people been? We've been doing this for years. Yeah. We've been you telling you this. We, we, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's like you're uh -huh. all discovering. The, I know, I know. Just let us have some fun with this and tell you how wonderful it is. I know you've known this for years. Don't bother with comments. I'll just yeah. delete them. That's right. <laughs> we know you've been there, done that. There's uh, respect. filters and stuff now. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just learned about that. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah there you go. <laughs> it was really easy, actually. Like, yeah. Really, it really makes a huge easy. difference. I mean, every time, like, like Ian was saying, like the car said we're going to arrive with like 10%, they're on like 10%, yeah. we charge. So we usually charge for uh, 30 to 50 minutes. And that was like all the times. We Just stopped. enough to get to the next stop. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes like you can uh, see how uh, j just overcharging just makes it worse because mm -hmm. it takes longer once the battery is fuller. So when you get to the next one. Uh, you have more charge, so it's it's going to be slower. Right. So we stopped, like, because we did a, a two weeks before that, we did a trip to Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. We went to uh, to Philadelphia. That's right. And that's why I learned how to trust the computer. Yeah, mm -hmm. you really do have to trust. Yeah, and trust it like blindly, like it do, like it didn't fail a single time. Yeah. So how many and, stops did you have to stop the charge uh, both ways? Because you, um, I know you said you was about nine stops from yeah. Montreal now to here, but how many stops was there for you going um, to Fremont and back? I think we stopped 18 times. So about double. Yeah. That sounds about it was, right. It was 3,060 some miles. Because yours is one six, 1,600 miles one way. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a long drive. He yeah. started with less miles than me. Uh, he came back with a lot more miles than I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Wow. And uh, oh, the other thing is that um, autopilot, I drove for 10%. I actually calculated it, mm -hmm. about 10% is what I drove. And autopilot just took care of the rest. Yeah. yeah. Once you learn it, I mean, I use it every day, even in like in my commute on the streets. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't use it just on the highway. Mm -hmm. So 
I guess the message is use it as much as you can so you can learn its limitations because it definitely has limitations. It's not full self-driving. It's, no. it's just a really cool cruise control. Not only that, you know, by, like, by yeah. using it, you're also giving Tesla more data. Yep. Uh, so yeah. you're allowing to see what conditions it handles with city traffic, with highway traffic. Uh, mm -hmm. So the more miles that it has, the more the AI learns, the better the, the service actually gets. I gave Tesla 8,000 miles of autopilot data <laughs> in four weeks. <laughs> You get some extra credit for that, right? You know, like we should have yeah. autopilot. I've driven 12,000 miles, period, in like nine months. <laughs> they should bump me to a, a full self-driving. <laughs> I earned Tesla, it. Tesla, if like, you're listening, this is the next, like, now, okay, the referral program's gone. It should be the autopilot program. Yes. That's what we want now. Yeah, that's right. Leaderboard. Yeah. How many miles you're doing autopilot? Oh, yeah. 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 So after your drive, did you do something to your car? You want to tell us about? Yeah, tell oh, us yeah. about what you did. Yeah, 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 that was pretty crazy. So um, a few months ago, I was looking at, uh, at options to like do something funky with the car, like change the color. And I found uh, this website with information uh, because Nate, Purple Model 3, recommended it, right? Right. Um, and so I was looking through options and I saw this beautiful Porsche that had this crazy color scheme and said like, I want that because it looks like uh, I'm a gearhead. Like I've raced, I've done so many things, taken engines apart, everything. So back in the day when uh, Ford, the Ford came out with a uh, special paint for the Mustang, it was limited edition. They called it Mystique, I think it was. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much what I did to my car. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, outside is no longer midnight silver metallic, but it, the soul is intact. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> yes, underneath. Because so, it's got that nice color shift, yeah. Yeah, green to so purple. It goes from like a deep purple to a, a, almost a teal yeah. blue-ish. And it's like a flake that they mix into the stuff before they spray it, right? Yeah, so uh, the day we did it, so we did it all in one shot. We, yeah. we, uh, we washed the car. Uh, prepped it, just masked everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it got 14 coats of black as the base. Yeah, that's right. Wow. 14? 14 coats. Jeez. Yeah, because it was, um, I think it was. With a very tiny, fine brush. <laughs> a long time. So, uh, we, we use mice. So we right. just use the mice. To it's like a Michelangelo we use thing. Duck feathers. Yes. The yeah. I'm ready to erase Raphael's car because his must be heavier than mine. Now. <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised because you know you have bigger wheels, <laughs> more rolling resistance. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, but it was great. I mean, after the 14 coats, uh, it took uh, six coats of the clear coat. They mm -hmm. call it the top coat. Mm -hmm. But that you mix it with this powder. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, yeah. yeah, it's really awesome. The guys uh, from DYC are the people that, mm -hmm. that manufacture that product. Mm -hmm. uh, they sell a lot of that in like spray cans, but they, they sell it in gallons and like the proper mm -hmm. setup. They even got, you, you, you buy the kit and it's like a, a paint gun and everything you need. So, Did they give you kind of uh, an idea of how long this, this will really last on your? Yeah, they say that it should, if I take care of it, uh, a good four or five years without any issues at all. Hmm. Um, and that if I keep it in the garage and I, my car sleeps inside the garage every single night. So okay. except from when I'm doing a road trip, crazy okay. road trip. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's durable. And the other thing is that it's like even probably even a little bit thicker than uh, the actual PPF. Yeah. Right. So it's basically uh, changing the color, the look of the car, making it custom and at the same time protecting the paint. So mm -hmm. um, it's not permanent. It's sprayed, but it doesn't have any glue. Yeah, it comes out like latex, like, like yeah, glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the paint is like no issues with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good story, Michael. What have you been up to lately? Uh, I've been building working, your YouTube channel, working obviously. on my channel, yeah. <laughs> uh, learning a lot, which is awesome. Can't say enough. Thank you to Trev, who shares so much knowledge with me. It's it's my not pleasure. a 
you know, everyone's in it together. We're all looking We're all to make content. Family, mm-hmm. that's for sure. And uh, you know, I've had some service issues. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of comments saying, you know, I was I was saving those service issues for the end of the referral program because that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really. No, you know, I had some service issues, and even Elon said in the Q4 call there are service issues, and they're working on it. So I was happy to see that. Really happy that I have my car back, and uh, we'll we'll knock on wood. Autopilot issues are gone. Car Ooh. feels great. I'm really happy uh, because they don't make my car anymore. So I didn't know what was going to happen if right. if it had to come to that. I love having rear wheel drive. Actually, it's a lot of fun down here. So mm-hmm. and your issues started with what they thought was the camera, right? They replaced the repeater on the what is it? The right hand side, you think? Yeah. So the the right hand repeater camera, which if you don't know what that is, it's the camera in the side marker. Yeah, with, and, the, with the blinker built. In. With the blinker built in, um, they came out with mobile service. Tried to change it out. Um, the first visit, they couldn't get um, their computer to connect to my car, mm-hmm. and reflashing the software is required. So that was like 30 minutes, and then they said, uh, "All right, can't do service today." Second attempt, they came out, got the computer to connect, we're good. They dented my car taking out the camera. Oh. Got the new camera in. We were in business, I thought, and then the error came back. So that was no good. Brought it into the shop, changed the camera again for a third time, um, dented my car again, and uh, <laughs> issue came back. And then it turned into a, well, we've changed this camera out so many times, I think we've broken the cable. Mm. So they changed out the wiring, yeah. and they told me, car's ready, you're gonna have it tomorrow, we're gonna do some test drives with it. So I was really excited. Mm-hmm. In the morning I was checking in, like, where's my car? I can't wait, I can't this wait. Part I remember, Bad yes. news, the error came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> What are we going to do now? And then I'm changing out the whole car's computer. So, um, cool. My car's brand new, kind of. I mean, they didn't reset the odometer. We were wondering if that was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, no. you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have been great. <laughs> then I would have upgraded to a P3D with zero miles on the clock. <laughs> um, but a word of advice for anyone who has this happen, not that you can really do much about it. I lost all of my settings, my profiles, oh. garage door opener. They, were backing it up, they right? said they were, were going to back it up. They were not sure if it was going to actually save and Mm -hmm. sure enough it didn't well didn't elon say a number of months ago that they were going to move that to the cloud yeah that would be totally awesome yeah they'll probably do that now oh since i've already gone through (laughs) yeah of course course they will Uh, but that'll be great so i lost my seat positions the garage door openers bluetooth The only thing I kept was my favorite channels in Slacker. So I guess I had the same login. Ooh, so priorities, right? Kind of well, yeah. you know, at, the, at the end of the day, I was going to say, yeah. He loves Celine Dion. <laughs> crazy. It was right there. First, first button press, yeah. yeah. There you go. As long as he got that. So how's the channel going? Um, good, yeah. I'm up to 3,500 subscribers. Like, nice. Big nice. thank you nice. to everyone. And, uh, Four from Ringer. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True, yeah. true. Yeah, and it's been it's been great. I, every time I turn around, I'm buying more gear. So uh, <laughs> you don't make money on YouTube. You just keep buying stuff to yeah. make more things for YouTube. <laughs> you you accumulate <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's but it's the, a lot of fun. It's the camera purchase program. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> as soon as I get to the point where I'm happy, then I'm gonna buy a new camera, and then start the whole thing over again. I'm so. the same way. I'm the same way. It's always just a continuous. Just take that money and put it into this and this and this and this. Yeah, but yeah. end of referral program. I don't care. We're keep gonna keep making content and. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. It's a passion. You know, I was making content before there was a referral program. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I mean, yeah, it's been good, but it's. Should it we pause and say congratulations? You've won some cars. Oh yes. Wow. Well, yeah. But we talked about that before. So <laughs> we have. <laughs> we don't want to upset anybody anymore. Yeah. We have to. That's, yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to, Eric? Well, let's see. Uh, 
Hanging out with you, fellas. That's for sure. Uh, always fun with uh, us. I, I will say, uh, if you're if you're watching the show, and we got cameras all over the place here, um, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to all of you who've been following the show. Uh, when I I met, we talked about it earlier, the cars and coffee from last year. Uh, that was the first time I met Trevor in person. Uh, both uh, you and Bev was at the event last year, and. Um, for some... Michael as well, because yeah, he took well, delivery of his car literally three days late. I was on a business trip, though. I missed it. That's and right, because you took the red eye. And I met you at, the, right, at yeah. the Tesla showroom, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I was I was one of those people who were reservation holders, just a, a casual follower of your channel. Actually, all three of these guys, I should mention, all I met them all at Cars and Coffee. Raphael, yeah. Yeah. Michael, and Eric, of course. Yeah. So. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's totally fine. It's always good to add some context to the story. So This uh, guy I've known forever, so... Yeah. <laughs> Interrupt you one more time. No, no it's fine. He's, he's known Ian since he actually had hair. So, uh, <laughs> no, that was a long time ago. No, 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 that, was, that was far. Right, yes. right. Ian, Ian keeps it nice and short uh, because, you know, the winter months, it's just easier to not have to go to the barber. So, um, so I, went to the, I went to the Cars and Coffee. I've been following your channel for a long time, and I found uh, some of the most intuitive and great content I'd seen regarding Tesla and Model 3 was really coming out of your channel. And I didn't know about the forum until I actually saw the channel first. So then I started reading stuff in the forum and it just kept getting my brain going like, oh my God, I look forward to this and stuff was going to happen. So when I went and heard about cars and coffee, I was like, this is it. I can see the car. I can actually touch it and feel it and the whole thing. Uh, not have it like behind some rope line and some store, oh, that sucks. which was weird. Um, and then, yeah, so I went to the event. I was there early, bright and early because I was just so excited. And um, I just, I, it got to the point where in the course of the event, I had sat in Roger's car and I was just totally like in awe. I sat in every seat to get the vantage point of where to sit in this car, what's like for the passenger and for the drivers and everything else. Um, and then later on that day, I had uh, talked to Beverly. And for whatever reason, I just talked to her for like half an hour. She's easy to talk to. I know, she was, she was very sweet, very loving. Um, if you've ever met Bev or ever see Bev, she's fantastic. By the way, the holiday outtake video you guys put together with Nutmeg, classic. <laughs> I, that, that's, you want to know her true personality, yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so then. Really? Right. Really? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so, um, so at some point, you would come over to Beverly and she goes, oh, I want you to meet my new friend here. And it was, it was that. That conversation yeah, we hit it off from that off, just yeah. hit it off like like a like like a, we've known each other for years. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I feel very fortunate to be part of this entire process. And uh, you know it, it it all started with really you guys just being so open minded and so uh, warm hearted with everything. Um, and that's and that's what this community has always been about. Um, so if you if you follow these guys on their social media platforms, if you watch our shows, if you listen to the podcast, if you've been clamoring for Tesla, like if you you know hitting on tune in on their Twitter pages, like why is this podcast not in the car? Um, you know we're we're here because of you, and we we put out this content every week because we we want to support the community, and and we our sponsors our thank to all of our sponsors uh, mm -hmm. for all you guys are doing because. All the stuff that we do, the, the hardware that we have to buy, the stuff we put together, um, all of this is not going to happen if it's not for all the support that's out there. So I wanted to just kind of get that out uh, right before we get into the hysterics later on. Um, <laughs> and for the record, I haven't cursed yet, so there we go. Uh, it's just a matter of time, though. I know. It's, it's amazing at the restraint. I it's must also say. <laughs> expletive, 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 expletive. I mean, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so as far as what I've been up to, um, I recently just had moved uh, to um, a new apartment, so I got that going on. Uh, started a new job again, too, which is really great. Um, have a relationship, which is wonderful. So life is great. Uh, but ideally, other than just hanging out with you buffoons, it's not a lot going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. So much fun. Yeah. But no, uh, I mean, put it this way. 
When I met Bev last year, I'd been with her a couple of times with conversation. She's like, oh, you can just come to our place in Toronto and just stay in our house. Most people, folks, don't just meet some person in some foreign city and go, hey, why don't you come to our place and hang out for a week? Um, so I haven't taken up on the offer yet. It will, it will be uh, forthcoming. I think Raphael's going to beat you to that. Point. <laughs> Probably. He's already got the car to get up there, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, it's so, been a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. I think it's time for a little break. I think this podcast, uh, we need some snacks. I'm hungry. You guys hungry? Right. I'm hungry. So uh, get. let's have a little fun here because Ian and I decided to have a little bit of fun here. We decided to bring down some snacks from Kanukistan uh-huh. to share with our Yankee friends. <laughs> Stuff that's not available down here that I thought you guys would really we're, like. We're going to so. start it out. Small. Smart. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is just, not planned, by the way. No. Just, in no way, shape, or form. This is completely spontaneous. Oh, yeah, okay. oh my God. Where did this food just come from? Uh, is that what? a new, uh, so new channel sponsor? That's the Arrow Bar. The Arrow Bar. Yes. It's, it's bubbly, bubbly treats. So we have the um, standard conventional version, which would be... Just chocolate. Chocolate. Yes. This would be the standard chocolate one. So it's all chocolate all the way through with a bubbly center. And then we have... The mint version. The mint one, which oh, is... Which is slightly warped. I haven't seen no, this one. one. Like it melted a bit, <laughs> I'm thinking it did. Yes. Okay. So by the way, it's gone through some temperature changes. By the way, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So the mint one is actually my favorite. Yes. But you know what? This is really good with a big jar of Jiffy peanut butter. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Oh, sacrilege! Uh, no, no, no. You, you have to have it. It has to be pure. So you guys pure. can open those. I know you don't like pepper. You don't <clears> like mint. You're not yeah, a fan. I'm, of I'm gonna just start with this. Let's see what we got okay. here. Give him a piece of of the chocolate. Now, for these guys who don't necessarily know a lot. Because I'm all about just being candor and, and are you Are you okay with this? Yeah, yeah. Just pass it around. So, um, oh, I can smell it already. So, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I've been yeah. vegetarian now for several years, uh, and I discovered I had celiac disease uh, a few uh, years ago, sir? so I can't have anything with gluten. So, when I when I was given this bag of, of goodies from Ian uh, a few Good. days ago, I didn't start looking at ingredients for like the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm like, here's the stuff I can and cannot eat. So, if you see me not eating something, it's because I can't eat it. But this is for sure. Yes, we don't want him going to anaphylactic shock right in the air. So oh just God. to confirm, I cannot get this here. No, no because this is really good. It's, it's good. Really good. Yeah. yeah so. Well, everything we brought, mm-hmm. you can't get here. Sucks oh, to be you. <laughs> we're, 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 we're starting off with the basics. We're gonna. We're oh gonna, yeah, we're gonna work our. We're gonna work it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Really, really All right. Yeah, keep going. I'm good. Did you want to try the mint one? No, I. No. Okay. All right. So the second peppermint gives me headache. I don't know why. By the way, this color green is not natural. <laughs> no, it's very no, it's definitely there's, not. Meat. There's not it's much natural not. in there. I don't know there. if you can catch that on camera, but yeah. it's got a meat, a green, green center. Don't That's okay. It. The dog will take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It's good. This is chocolate. So that's good. The second item on our agenda is the Nestle Coffee Crisp. Now this is a real Canadian oh. classic. This this is the good stuff right so here. Who likes right? coffee? Yeah. Who doesn't like coffee? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm Are you? Oh, okay. Coffee. You gotta have some of this. All right. All right so we're gonna. Yeah, Raphael. Yeah. Cut yeah. yourself off a hunk there. Is there poutine down there somewhere? Or is that that would that would have been well. a little tougher. Yeah. Just just yeah. It takes a lot of force to snap it off. Yeah. There. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Well, this is one of my. I'll, I'll pass it on to the yeah. next guys because this is one of my okay. favorites. Oh, is this like a Twix? No. I can't. You could okay. kind of, yeah, you could call it roughly a coffee flavored Twix. I think. I know. That's why I like it so much. Let's see. Notice our Canadian friends are not eating the things that they can get like every day of the week. No, we're waiting for the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Kit right. Kat. It's like a Kit Kat, yeah, it's but similar. it's got a mocha flavor to it. Exactly. Yeah, a mocha yeah. Kit Kat, I, I, I guess you could call it that. Yeah, so we brought, All right. we brought some more. So, actually, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back because i got a couple more in my bag. And I no, this, this, oh, boy. 
This one was brought at, uh, at Trevor's request. Um, oh, yeah, I'm ready for those. Yeah, this is, this is basically kind of like the poor man's french fries. <laughs> uh, it's essentially what it is. So if you can imagine a, a, a cold french fries, or basically little, um, we should almost put these in like some sort of a... Uh, or a bowl. A bowl, yeah. Or We're all friends here. We just reach in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in the States, we call these picnics. Oh yeah, you have these? Okay. Oh, um, it, looks, it looks like we do. Yeah, yeah. Pickery. Yeah, yep. it's like this little, has some kind of special potato chip shavings. Is how I would describe mm. it. Sort of. Yeah, these these are like picnics. Wow. Well, yeah. It's our our version of this. Mm. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. More snacks. More snacks. Ooh. Ooh. I think I know what those are. Mm -hmm. It tastes like it came out of the grill. Yeah. Yeah, these are good. Exactly. Oh, these indulge. By the way, if this doesn't turn you on. I don't know what else we got. This is about I, cars, so yeah, yeah, exactly. obviously, yeah. This one you guys can pass around. This is uh, called Eat More. <laughs> Not less. <laughs> Original dark toffee peanut chew. Too so soon. You guys can There's eat that. Coffee? This is really good. This Look is got your name on it. Yeah, Flake, Flake. like you. Cadbury Flake. Mm -hmm. um, this Cadbury is a, a British company. Mm -hmm. And um, for some reason in Canada, we get a lot of British stuff, so. This hmm. is actually, if you like the arrow bar, you'll really like this because okay. this is even lighter in the middle. So you guys oh, can nice. bite into that if you want. What's in the eat more again? Let's see. Oh, it's um, it's a toffee peanut chew. Now, funny, Bridget's I don't know what it says really over here. Toffee. So it's, these, mm. but have you ever seen these in the U.S.? Because I thought these dark toffee yeah. peanut chew. I was never seen that. No, okay. I see how you did that. So Trev was correct. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Let's see. Oh, that's the gum for. Okay. You some, I brought huh. some gum. For we'll do that later. This looks interesting. Oh crap. Um, if you've seen Caddyshack, this looks... Oh, this, oh yeah! No, that was an O'Henry bar. That was an O'Henry. It kind of resembles the uh, scene in Caddyshack. It, it, it does. It does. Which it, might put you off it from the outset. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who've seen the film. Yeah. I don't even know what's happening here, but it's, <laughs> it's going to be good, I'm it's sure. It's really so. chewy. It's really yeah. chewy. It's chocolate. So I should have taken less. <laughs> no, what are you doing? Bust um, Take Open that. No, I'm sorry. I'll do it like this. It says, as seen in Caddyshack, it's, right there. It's a downside. You got to actually look at every. The problem with this one is it's so bloody flaky, it literally destroys itself inside the packaging. Oh, yeah. I think the way they, I, th I think the there way they make this stuff is that it's extruded in a very thin sheet and it rolls on itself. It just kind of does this weird business. Mm. But it's really. It's pretty good. Cadbury has some of the best chocolate in the world. Yep. You can have a bite of that if you too, if you want, Mike. Mm. Thank you. Overdose of chocolate. Oh. I think that's it for the chocolate, right? Well, we'll have to go no, no, we have more. We have more. Oh, no, no, no. Now we're bringing out the heavy artillery. This is my uh -oh. personal favorite of the entire thing. This is the Vachon à Caramel. And those of you, my Canadian friends, who know what this is, oh, I yeah. know you're salivating at the very sight of this. <laughs> As well you should be. We're going to introduce our American friends to this. Okay, because this would put anything from Dolly Madison on the trailer, like, right away. There's no comparison. I am sorry. Yeah, you don't need a lot for this. This is, this is where we excel. So this Forget is about a, your uh, May Wests. Exactly. Now, this, this to me is, is the flagship product from them. So this is basically a small vanilla cake with a uh, ring of white icing and, and a huge glob of liquid caramel in the center, all covered in chocolate. <laughs> it is, it is to die. <laughs> it is to die. Mr. Bodner here. Thank you. You can bust one open for sending me two of these. Yes. <laughs> well, you have to share. We have lots of them, though. So. I will. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta have one. You gotta have one. It's a, on the list. Oh no, that's right. Eric cannot because there's uh, there's oh, no there's in it, unfortunately. Yeah. Here's that. All right. Well, here, use this one, Michael, because I already opened it. All right, thank you. 
Make sure I'm not dropping anything. Is there some oh, kind of jelly in here? What's that? In the it's, no, it's, uh, just caramel. it's caramel. Just yeah. caramel. Oh, it's caramel. caramel. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, crap. Or some people say caramel. Caramel. Mm. Yeah. It's caramel. Like, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait, that's more of a jelly in the middle. I thought that was supposed to be caramel. Yeah, Which like one's strawberry shortcake? Well, oh, you got the strawberry version. Yeah. That's not the it's, caramel one. That's I did? Yeah, it is a strawberry uh, jelly. Oh, big here. fail. Womp, womp. Oh my god, I bought the wrong box. It's still good. It's still good. It is quite delightful, though. Still it's delightful. very airy. Yeah. I want to use some descriptive terms here. Very airy. <laughs> <laughs> we said that we, you're allowed to swear in the podcast just this once. I love how you're like a food network. Going, um, this is uh, delectable. This is um, very light and fluffy. <laughs> I learned from Food Network Star, you don't just say, this is good. What does that mean? It's airy. Every now, one what does that mean? I don't know, but... It's next. only the, the smallest frogs lightly killed. <laughs> Fine Lab has aligned protective coatings that were engineered to protect your Tesla's paint, leather, carpet, plastic, and wheels, effectively blocking all those UV rays and environmental factors before they ever get to ruin your brand new baby. Fine Lab offers a complete line of car care products and ceramic coatings for both the do-it-yourselfer and professional detailers. Did we mention we also have the world's first self-healing coating? Check us out at finelab.com, that's spelled F-E-Y-N-L-A-B, to see the science behind the self-healing. Check out our product catalog and click contact us for a free quote from a certified installer in your area. Fine Lab and Tesla, we were meant for each other. I've recently watched a video where a guy, um, it was a sh- like, a sh- like a Michelin chef, yeah. And he critiqued uh, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> really? It was great, though. Really? It's like, that know, ought to be funny. Like he, he had the, because Girl Scouts now have the uh, the gluten-free toffee one, yeah. which I've had, which are pretty good. And he actually just bit and goes, and just, I forgot what he described it, but it was like, well, now I have to eat it, because he says it's good. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course. Anyone yeah. can cook. What else you got there? I was actually right. a joke before, too, about, uh, you mentioned the cold air in Canada. It's like, you know, you have to adapt to the environment. It's like, you don't follow the weather. The weather followed you. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. And here we have the Joe Louis. Joe Louis. Again, another flagship uh, product. As a kid, let me tell you, those things always made their way into my lunchbox. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. Or a hockey arena in Detroit. We we can tell. Uh, Well, I put on (laughs) a little bit of weight. I used to be like, I looked like you until I was about 23. Pass them along. Oh, you're getting bigger each time. It's like a hockey puck. That's... You can play. They actually sell these. them in half Joe Louis too. They're called the half. Yeah, they have these in Joe Louis Arena, probably. Yeah. Do they? Possibly. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but now it's Little Caesars, All right, so, so I don't know what happened. Start yeah. making stuff okay. up now. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a uh, Detroit. Am I going to eat this whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you are. All right. Yeah. You want to right. have Come on. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because my wife is such an incredible baker, these things do not grace our pantry at home. So it's been about 15 years since, since, I, there you since go. I've had one of these. There you go. But as a kid, like I said, these things were always in my lunch. These box. look oh, like yeah. these will hold up in the packaging for 15 years. Uh, yeah, they, well, they, they you know, they say there's only about four <laughs> things in the world that will survive a nuclear blast. Twinkies? Twinkies? Always Twinkies. Yeah. Well, these Joe Louis, oh, yeah. Tupperware, cockroaches, and uh, Christmas cake. Mm. So the cake on the inside is kind of oh my God. orangey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is a chocolate, yeah, it's basically a small chocolate layer cake with I used to, you know vanilla what? icing so in the center. Like and chocolate you know, it looks like a moon pie. It's, like it's, it's very similar. Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of the, it tastes the, better than a moon pie. The, 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 yeah, it's the Canadian take on the moon pie. You know, the way I used to eat these were like an Oreo. I'd separate them and lick the... Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be good. Take this a, <laughs> you have to eat so fast. Mm. We, got more. Go. we got more. Oh, yeah. How are you making out there, buddy? You can't even get the package open. I don't want to, like, it's... it's these are, I'm spinning this all over. Eric, like, we'll have to take sticks. the vacuum out. It's all right. It's pretty tasty. It's mild flavor, mm-hmm. too. Oh, the hostess? Yeah, these are good. 
When I was a kid, I used to go buy, or not ketchup, but um, barbecue chips, Hostess, the little bags, 25 yep. cents or whatever. That and my, my Spider-Man comic book. I was happy camper. I don't know how you've eaten the whole thing. I'll be honest, this video's going to have Thanks the practice. most, like, watches. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not so sure. Honey, what are you doing? <laughs> Shh, Trevor's eating food. Okay. Who's Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, who's Trevor? Right before the food part is when you put the link to another video, just in case. <laughs> give, him another, give him another option yeah. to check out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Come back when we review lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing that. That would be a whole no. other show. Mm. We put a lot of time into wardrobe for this. You so can save it later. There's, there's more. There's some choices. More. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's better you keep pulling stuff out. There's <laughs> more. Okay. So right. we're okay. working up our, our, our we're working up the scale on what is the most Canadian. These, I think it's, this I is like. number two oh on the list. Oh my God! Bring this, it. This number is absolutely the, the most Canadian. Yes, the Lay's ketchup flavored potato chips. These apparently, like black market down here, fetch a healthy price. Really? Is what I'm told. <laughs> yes. Oh, believe boy. it or not. Apparently and here so. we are. We're going to ruin the whole value of this pack. Yes. My first time in Toronto, this yeah. was, I was told to get those immediately. You have to. And I did. Right. Excellent. Well, so you've already tried them. I have had these before. Oh, yeah. holiday. I have not tried these yet. We, um, oh, these are I, I would not be surprised if a few of the Canadian companies set up vending machines at the border stations with these. I really think that they would be. They would do hell of business yes. down here. All right. These are I'm just going to grab a few because I'm sure yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Good. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. Oh, looks like like a, and then your like fingers a, turn red and your tongue turns red too. Yes, that's, that's part of oh. the attraction. Oh yes. my god, that's, that's a feature, about that not a bug. That is so good, isn't it? Uh huh. Isn't it delightful? Mm. It's not. It's not overly powerful too. No, these no, are, no. These are my favorite. Subtle yet invigorating. Not only that, the chips are very light. Mm -hmm. This is hey. interesting. <laughs> good thing uh, no one has a white interior here, so you won't even. Oh yes, do, definitely do not eat these in a white interior model. Mm. Any no. Tesla. <laughs> no. I've never seen this before. It's, no? It's not bad. Uh -huh. Come on, man. Eric loves them. I think he's ditched the hickory sticks in favor of the ketchup um, chips. I, huh? I'm going to put Eric in charge of them because he's, he's you know, we, he's got to catch up here. There's certain products. <laughs> Ketchup's a good joke. Huh. I've been eating these oh. for years. Oh, you ruined it. <laughs> and now, good. we don't really mm -hmm. have anything to put it on, but just because it, it is, I think, the most Canadian thing ever. <laughs> Maple syrup. The real the stuff. Real stuff. Not Here, table syrup, yes. not Aunt Jemima. No, exactly. This is the real stuff. The dark stuff. This, this is, is it. Just to be clear, this we are not chugging out of that bottle, tree. right? That's, that's, that's not happening right now? Or well, I think I might have some of this under Jalui later. <laughs> okay. We'll see oh. how the show goes. This is blood of a <laughs> yeah. maple tree. It is. Yeah. It takes oh. 40 gallons to make one liter of that stuff. Something like that. They boil it down. Yep. That's what kept my grandfather warm. My grandfather used to have a sugar shack. Exactly. My grandfather used to have a sugar shack. Yeah, fun times. I actually tried to make that at home just, once, where just, you just, just we, hanging we out in the sugar trees shack, and we did it. Yeah. smelling. Oh, it's the really hard to do. Of the water boiling. Yeah, it's just. What's that movie? The, the in Ratatouille, you know, where uh, ego sits down and eats the thing. That's what that's what it feels like when I eat that stuff. Is <laughs> right back to that time when I like knee height a grasshopper. All right, bust out the guy. That I want some of those. Bro? That's the only bottle I brought. What? Oh, oh, that's find that here? so good. Not that stuff, man. No. no, no, no. That's the 20W50. That's the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you guys a question, since we're just kind of hanging around. What would you say was your favorite moment regarding Tesla from last year? Wow. That's an intense mm. question. Where the hell would we start with that Our, one? our personal it? experience? Yeah. What, what would, for you, what would you say mm. is your favorite moment, whether it's the... Your funniest uh, tweet? Whatever, whatever you think is the, just the greatest thing you thought that happened last year with Tesla. Funding secured. 
<laughs> for, for me personally, was the fact that um, so much time <laughs> yeah, know, right? after, uh -huh. yeah. after so long, I finally had like that dream. Okay. Hey, you finally got the car to pick up that car, right? Um, definitely the, the the launch of the Falcon Heavy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm -hmm. I, yeah, that was a good one. I actually I actually peered up when I saw that thing going, and I wasn't I wasn't watching it in person. I watched it on TV, and I was mm -hmm. like, I couldn't speak. It was so cool. When they landed the two rockets, oh, that was Kennedy, yeah. oh, amazing. I mean, to, to, I mean, for the guys that don't know. Rocket science is hard. Like, it really is extremely you hard. That's why, that's why they call and, it rocket science. And for <laughs> SpaceX to do what they're doing yeah. with almost regularity yeah. is unheard of. They make it look so easy. I know. That's the problem. And even, yeah. like, there was a launch uh, either early this year or late last year where um, they tried to do another landing and it ended up just, like, right Can in the water. Can you not please? And, <laughs> and then the rocket kind of fell over. But it, like, Don't it, bogart it, like, the gentle, chips, like, And it just floated and they brought it back in. Oh, it gets that's too much hard. Um, but to see them in that first test, and that wasn't their primary mission, obviously it was to get the, the Falcon yeah. Heavy up, but to see them good, both man, land, almost like in synchronization okay, maybe at the Cape was incredible. Yeah. That was like, a, yeah. like and you just, you just yeah. heard like that, that rumble of the roar from Hawthorne Whoop. basically was everywhere. Every scientist, every enthusiast, every space <coughs> geek, every kid like us who's going to geek out this weekend, we're all just like, nailed it. Yep. You know, because it's going to change the way we consider space travel forever. Yeah. Which is amazing. Absolutely. So I have an interesting answer to your question, and it's the community as a whole. It's not one yeah. event. It's how amazing this community is. I mean, nobody's cooler than Raphael at sharing his car, his everything about it. I, I met Raphael because he said, hey, can I check out your car? Because I got mine a couple months before him. Yeah. He was a complete stranger to me. I picked mm -hmm. him up. We drove around his neighborhood and mm -hmm. yep. we became friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all about paying it forward because before that, it was John and Austin mm -hmm. who I happened to be out there on a business trip. And he said, yeah, hey, John was awesome. Yeah. we went out to dinner together. I had never met him before. We went out to dinner together. He let me just jump in and drive his car. I just thought I'd be a passenger. And he's like, no, you got to get in the driver's seat and just check this thing out. Yeah. And it's just been story after story yeah. of just talking Tesla with people. I, I just love yeah. it. I have to give a shout out to John too because he was the kind soul that lent the car to uh, uh, to Ken and I to do that long video. That was oh right. yeah, the, the walkthrough video. He was yeah. the mysterious guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. we've been keeping well, that at secret the time, forever. We had to keep yeah. It, yeah. Well, we had to keep it quiet at the time because he, you know, his brother was a Tesla employee and it could have ruffled some feathers and stuff. But anyways, so yeah, shout out to John, man. If you're watching, Benny, you're great. Cool, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and you also keep getting more more owners now. You just uh, tweeted out in the last yeah. couple of days you've been getting sold, sold some more cars, didn't you? So weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yesterday, um, two guys uh, from where I work, they just like they saw the car because of the color and they started asking questions. And then one of them was like, "Ah, oh, maybe in the future when they're, you know, when I don't have to uh, worry about the charging and you know how far can I go?" I was mm -hmm. like, "Dude, I just went to California, came back, I met." The people from the Florida owners of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tesla owners of Silicon mm -hmm. Valley. Yeah. Um, and I came back all within a week and I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? How did you do? And I explained how the charging works, how you don't get tired, you don't have fatigue, the car's no sure. vibration, silent, comfortable, safe. You know, 90% of the auto, the drive was autopilot. When I get, so I went on and on and he was just, you know, his jaw was like, oh God, going down like that. And then he said, you know what? I'm gonna get it. So, uh, and then he was with one of the IT guys. Right, and it's like, yeah, I think we're gonna do it. So, um, yeah, the guys in the IT get it. 
they yeah. get it yeah. and stuff. And then today, someone else also mm -hmm. just like, oh man, I love your car, this and that. And I was like, yeah, man, you should get it. Oh, but it's too expensive. I said, why do you call it expensive? You can buy one of these for $44,000 and there's still some discount from your taxes. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you'll get pretty much a $40,000 car. Yeah. And the gas savings. The gas mm -hmm. savings. Yeah. I explained how, you know, no oil, no filters, no alternators or Insurance is respectable for the car too. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a common question we get a lot about. This car is twenty three thousand dollars more than my last car. Insurance is seven dollars a month cheaper. I had the exact same experience. Yeah, Can't it didn't it. make any sense to me. Yeah. Safest car on the road. My yeah. insurance went up a hundred dollars a year, and that's mostly because I put full value insurance on the <laughs> mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So if anything ever happens, well, I get to buy yeah. a new one right Model away. Model <laughs> X, Model Threes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You got to figure. <laughs> Come on, you know. Well, that's not like I wouldn't insure my Model 3. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think if, if for answering my own question, uh, on a personal note, it was certainly the delivery of the car, because the, I took delivery April 27th of last year. Um, but before that, so I ordered my car in February. It was about three weeks after Cars and Coffee. Got the email from Tesla. Actually, no, it was, what it was is there was, there was conversations in the forum and on social media where there were some people who, um, weren't being notified via email, mm -hmm. but they can go into their it account. Just check the link and it was right. there, yeah. So once oh, I yeah, once I heard about that, I was like every like every other hour it's like checking on my account. Yeah. So it was February twenty second and I log into my account and all of a sudden I see the link that I can go ahead and place the order. So I ordered it and I put it out on Facebook and Twitter and within like ten minutes I get a FaceTime call from this guy. Uh-huh. So he and Bev uh, gave me the call. I and mean, of course, Bev is always like off the shoulder, but like they're like screaming in joy for me. And I'm just like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> and so they, so they called too. And it was just like, it was just euphoria. Um, so to to have who I believe is the, the god of knowledge of Model 3 that basically prepared me for getting this car, um, for him to be the, the voice saying, Goof, good for you, amazing. That uh, was good. Oh, thanks very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's monopoly money, though. Right. So. No, no. By the way, if you've never touched actual Canadian money, this stuff. Oh wait, is wait, wait. Incredible. That's not. That's not worth anything. Here, give me a buck. <laughs> <laughs> well, given our current government, I'm not sure this is much worth anyway. Anyway, so. Um, and that ends my political question for tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, again, still no cursing, by the way. Um, what the hell? <laughs> so, so I know I'm, I'm being good. I don't know why. So anyway, the the that I'm, so again that was the the great thing. But I think for for the company as a whole, what I sort of uh, picking up on what you said, to see the community sort of come together when the car really made its way here in South Florida, to see so many folks like on occasion I would, I would see a blue one pass by my house or I'd see a red one or a black one. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get mine. And then now I can't turn a corner without seeing one somewhere. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And every Tesla owner, if you're an S, X, or a 3 owner, when you see someone else, it's that kind of tip of the cap that you know that you're doing something good for the, the world. Nod, the nod. Right. That's, yeah. that's the thing that's been really the, yeah, you do it. Of, of all of yeah, it. You do it. Because, I mean, you know, we, we know there's detractors. We know our friend Earl. Earl, if you're watching this, we love you, buddy. We think you're fantastic. Frank Puppy. Uh, Frank Puppy. We got Frank Puppy. But anyway, he, he's one of those that will go after the bears. <laughs> hard oh you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he, he revels yeah you saw today yeah. with the uh, coming off the toilet though yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's, awesome. so there's, there's, <laughs> that's pretty there's great all that stuff but it's 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 you know to the point that you just made earlier like there are some people who are detractors or skeptics but when you just have an honest heart-to-heart -heart conversation and you talk about what makes the car as great as it is you break down those barriers and that's what the community is doing all the time so 
Yeah, it's been it's been an amazing year with the car. I mean, I've been at it now for coming on ten months, and somebody asked me if I were to give you another car for free, whatever car you want, would you trade it? I'm like, nope. Nope. Well, performance so then, then version like, of the same wait, car. Then I pause. Yeah. I go, it was it was a P3 D only for a higher end Tesla, yeah. <laughs> right? For a higher end Model Three, but no. But I yeah. but I you know like you, I love my rear my rear wheel yeah. drive. It's, it's, fun. it's been great. Yeah. So efficient. It's, it is. It's, it's hella It happy. is so much fun to drive. And you mentioned that you, on your trip you did 10% just driving manually and yep. 90% autopilot. Yep. There are times where I want to just turn off autopilot because I just want to be able to have the car in my control yep. for a little bit. Yeah. And like you said, I know your trip, you said a, a good chunk of it. You just were driving without even knowing you were up autopilot. Yeah, there are really three components to that. One of them is, you know, obviously in some conditions it was just too dangerous to run it. Uh, the car would, would try, but I mean, you'd, you'd oh, yeah. lose lane markers or whatever. It'll tell you if poor weather's detected, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd get that These alert. These are so good! Oh my god. Oh, and we lost it. Back. <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> But uh, what the hell was I saying now? Um, so yeah, so yeah, obviously when it was really snowy, you couldn't use it. Uh, and then there was a couple of points where, the, especially coming into Florida, where I was really trying to make time. And of course, it's not really designed for playing Samurai, you know, Taylor in the middle of traffic. So you, you kind of got to go manual at that point. And yeah, there's, there's some times where the road's really windy. Like when I did the trip from uh, San Francisco to the Gigafactory in, in the, the rented three, mm -hmm. you know, that it, the name of the interstate escapes <coughs> me that takes, you, that takes you to Reno. But man, is that a gorgeous road. It winds through the mountains. It's, you're basically going up the mountain pass and down the other side. And I was like... Totally doing that in the road, sir. Yeah, and I'd like, forget <laughs> it. I'm shutting this off. I'm enjoying this car. Yeah. I mean, even on long, because the steering is so responsive and it's so stable. I mean, this thing is a highway missile. Like you can, it's not effort. You don't have to concentrate to hold it in its lane. It's almost a shame, you know, that autopilots on this mm -hmm. car. I've driven a lot of cars where I want autopilot because they're like, we, you know, there's, you know, we, no, this car, man, it just wants to go. The worst part about the whole experience, though, and I don't know what you guys have experienced down here, but in Toronto, they don't have enough Tesla loaners. So every time mm. I have to take mine in for service, minor, always got a bloody gas car. I've gotten a Model S every time. I've had a Model uh, S It's getting twice, scarce now. But really? all every the time? Been a every time. Bastard. Yeah. And I've had a lot of service. So, <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> well, it, oh, yeah, but yeah. then good. At least you got a Model S if you're they going that They have a partnership frequently. with Enterprise now. So I know they have a fleet of 75D Model S's with the uh, textile seats and the all glass roof. It was kind of. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. The, textile the all glass, the glass roof, roof on the Model nice, S is really nice. Yeah, it is yeah. really nice. Yeah. yeah. No wonder they canceled everything else. That's yeah. a really nice roof. Yeah, I'm not one for sunroofs personally. Just yeah. No, I'm really happy actually. It doesn't have one. Well, most people I know that have sunroof on their cars down here never use them. <laughs> so go figure. It's, it's too it, hot. It's actually the one thing I miss. Every car I've owned in the last god thirty years has had a sunroof, except for this one. And it, it's not like oh, I you know because of, obviously with the panel. Sure, but how many you, cars have you had have a glass roof on it? Uh, none. See, yeah. for me, the sunroof was never it's, about it's, yeah. opening it to get fresh air. It's always been letting the light in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think. You know, the Model 3 or the S or any others is yeah. just a good compliment. I think for me, it's just like, if I could, I'd take a Sawzall to the roof. What I really want is a Model 3 convertible. <laughs> My dad did yeah. that. I, I, I've never had, I've only ever owned one convertible, and it's everything else is like, well, I want, it's got to have all-wheel drive, and it's got to have this much speed, and I wind up, no, you can't have a convertible that does that, you know? Like, there's very rare, so I wound up always going to some sort of sedan. But yeah, if they ever had an affordable convertible, I would, I would switch. I That's the only thing I switch that, by That's definition, is affordable. not quite my uh, idea yeah. of affordable. Well, it's, yeah. no, it's not affordable. <laughs> no, but I mean, they could build like a convertible coupe on a Model 3 platform. I know that's not in the, in the, in the, the card's short term Sorry. because obviously Sorry. there's so much work to do. 
but it, it would flaky. be easy for them to do it in future. It's a little bit flaky. Oh, it's, it's just nice. It's, it's very good. nice. And we've lost them to the snacks again. <laughs> <laughs> this was inevitable. <laughs> I told you it was going to be a good idea. Yeah, well, I, we, we're loving it. I don't know about how much the viewers enjoy this. What the hell are you people Sorry. doing here? I think they turned off the tape like six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely possible. Oh, then you mentioned too that your favorite feature of your car was the, the large windshield. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the Falcon wing doors, as neat as they are, it's, I don't see it as a gimmick, it's just, yeah, it is what yeah. it is, right? If they had regular doors, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily miss it. They're, I mean, they are functional and they do work as advertised. There are times when it's just like, oh, all right, here we go, I gotta press the button, open the door a little further, whatever, because <laughs> they're location aware. And mm -hmm. there's, there are times if you open the door the wrong way, whatever, and it, you know, it's designed to not hit any obstacles. Right. And I've never hit any obstacles. But because it's location aware, it'll remember the setting. You come back and you're like, really? And you got to override <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> so there's little things like that. Yeah. I, mean, I wish they would give us more options, like to be able to disable this or that. But uh, yeah, the windshield is killer on that car. That's just, I get in any other car and I feel claustrophobic. I think Model 3 is a close second yeah. because of the way mm -hmm. that they pushed it back and they pushed the dashboard. I, I felt that way in the Model S. A little bit. It almost feels yeah. like you're driving like the Batmobile or something. Exactly. It's, the it's like long and low, more, and yeah, it feels more. I feel like I'm in a bubble right? in my Model yeah, 3. Yeah, like I, I love the S. It's a yeah. great car, yeah. but I mean, for me, it just a whole the different view, driver feel. The view out of the three is just incredible. Yeah, right? so yeah. the X is bigger though too because it's wider. I can literally put my arm like that, and I still got yeah. another 12 inches. It's really wide. I mean, you know. I don't think a Model X would fit in my garage. I, I don't know. It, it didn't fit in mine. I managed to yeah. try it out because when we were just before we left on vacation. Um, we were switching the cars around because we took the gas car to the part, uh, to the airport because I decided because it was so cold out I said you know what this is the first time I'm going away and it's this cold and I have the car I'm going to charge it to 90% I'm going to unplug it shut it down mm -hmm. go away for 10 days and just see the problem is my plan is a little bit foiled because the temperatures have gone back up through the roof it's almost 50 degrees at home today oh, wow so the you know the, uh, I, and I mean Fahrenheit I know I'm talking usually Celsius mm -hmm. but these guys I mean I have to adapt otherwise I get kicked out <laughs> anyways that's the judging so, calculations yeah exactly so yeah plus eight uh, well 10 is 50 so it, it's around there 48 um, so I don't know uh, and I have I've resisted every uh, um, um, be able to go into the app to look at it and stuff. So we'll see when I get back. I'm curious to see how much range it's actually mm -hmm. lost. Ooh. Just out of curiosity and stuff. I mean, had, had it been minus 20 the whole time over that last week. Yeah, so usually more, better. I would say, for now. Because I think in um, somewhere in Maine today it was like 60 degrees. Yeah. Which for Maine to have 60 degree Fahrenheit temperatures in February. We do get insane. big swings like that in the wintertime. There's times when it gets bitterly cold for maybe a week. And then we get uh, usually around... Uh, I don't know what it is. The first week of January, sometimes the second week of January, you get this big spike, yeah, and it gets warm again. Then, it, then it drops down to February. But it's again. getting much, much worse. Yeah, this is yeah. really to me one of the Climate scariest. Change yeah. is real. Oh yeah, and this oh, is yeah. the single yeah. biggest indicator to me is we're seeing swings now at home in Montreal like we've never seen in our lives. Yeah, where, I've never you know, seen swings like this. Where before. we're going from below zero Fahrenheit into like you know. Like the, the teens, it's it's crazy. It's it's like well, there up, are there are down. studies being done now. I read this article today um, where they're forecasting what temperatures will be like twenty years from now. So we're talking just you know twenty thirty nine, and where a city is now that has that weather and what the weather will be like. So to have that shift, yeah, to what it means. So you're gonna see temperatures like here in South Florida all of a sudden creep into places, and you're gonna see you know temperatures in the Midwest go further north. Like yep. it's just that's what's happening. The, the tropics and all the weather is just moving, moving further and further north. And um, there was recent news too in um, in Antarctica, one of the largest um, ice shelves there now has a, a huge hole in it. Yeah. Um, that in the next 20 years or so, 
could collapse. If it does, that's going to be cataclysmic for yeah. the Earth's uh, shorelines and oceans and stuff. So, <laughs> say goodbye to Florida. <laughs> the water well, level's coming up. You know, while everyone runs out of gas, we'll we'll get out on on electric power. <laughs> you right. know that's funny though because you know I've had discussions, arguments, whatever you want to call them online. They're like, well, you know, if the power goes out, you guys can't charge your cars, and I'm like, you can't pump well, gas. You can't pump gas either, yeah, dude. Well, and they all, oh. I can tell you anecdotally, like I've run the Miami Marathon a couple of years, and it's basically right now it would be in the 40s. Yeah. Today it's 90 degrees here, so yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been pretty tough. I mean, I'm a runner like you are. And it's, yeah. it's been, I mean, there are days where, like our training season in, sh in Florida is getting shorter and shorter and shorter, uh, where temperatures are, are yeah. comfortable for people to run. Yeah. But I, I remember I mentioned the, the power story. When we had, um, here in Florida, we had Hurricane Irma, uh, uh, was it two years ago? Oh, Math was last year, right? Yeah. yeah Irma was two years ago. Yeah. And, and we had, because um, now it's 2019. So we had um, uh, the storm come through and most of the state had no power. Well, Tesla had those uh, supercharging stations up and running within a day. Yeah. So while some, like you see a gas station like right around the corner, like still shut down, but people were like <laughs> charging their cars, like nothing yeah. ever happened. Mm -hmm. um, so they're pretty good about that. Yeah. I guess they'll make them free for people that were either- the, the people that had the software lock batteries. Yeah, they uh, opened up the software box. And then yeah. they gave, what was it, free supercharging? Free supercharging, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I still yeah. had the gas car back then, and I remember there was no gas. It was a complete yeah. panic. Mm -hmm. If I had my Tesla <laughs> then, I'd just charge in the garage. And that's the thing, like, yeah. you know, it's one of those things that you think about with Florida, like, we're, we're a panhandle state, so you're, you're in a peninsula, and so people are trying to get out. There's only one way to go if you live anywhere it's north. It's, it's up. So, yeah. so when you have a storm basically coming up from the rear, as they say, and all you're doing is just, you know, it's all going north, then what do you do? You just lost some video. Oh, it's your GoPro just went out. The GoPro just went out. Oh. <laughs> We're losing cameras as we go. Uh -oh. <laughs> still so We're running out of memory cards, babe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in our case, it's mostly batteries. Is there anything else we want to chit-chat about? Or oh, I wanted to ask you about yeah. the Model X. The, um, as you were saying about you know functionality and stuff. Huh? How about, um, does it call too much attention when you open the doors in public? Like, the, the wing doors? Yeah, that's a common question. Um, yes and no. It depends on where you are. Um, where I live, there's a fair amount of concentration of, of Teslas. Um, not typically, uh, but it depends on where you go. I mean, Toronto, I mean, there's so many, everybody knows what they look like. But if I was to go out in the boonies or somewhere and I open up the doors in a parking lot, you get mm -hmm. looky lose. I'd say the, sure. the frunk does it. Yeah. You walk yeah, out of the supermarket and pop the frunk and people are like, what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> The his engine's in, the engine. in there. How's he going to do that? Yeah, my yeah, my yeah. favorite story was a while back was some woman was changing her baby's diaper in the frunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. someone came running over, freaked out, like wanted to tell the cops that like, this woman's got her baby on the engine. Well, a number of years ago, some people got stopped. I mean, the, the cops followed them all the right way to their house because they had the rear-facing seats in the Model yes. S. Remember that? That's happened right. a few times that people yeah. like neighbors have called yeah. because they're putting their children in the trunk. You know, like but back in the eighties we had station wagons and that was never an issue. But yeah. I think it's been away, so right? long since we've yeah. had that yeah. that yeah, people are no longer. Oh, your battery's in the back. No, yeah. there's a trunk in the back. Yeah. What? Where are your batteries then? Under the car. Like under the car? Like under the car. Like yeah. it's and where's the motor? Right. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be using your laptop on <laughs> on the yeah. dash, Mister. <laughs> that uh, that's the car. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I once had a Florida Highway Patrol officer. Um, he he he's passed by me in the in the in the in the HOV lane, and he looked over and saw me because my cars aren't tinted yet. Yeah. And he looks over and he goes, just nods his head. Just nods. Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. I was like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Bev and I were riding the bikes around the neighborhood, and there was a silver model uh, Model Three came up to the stop sign. Yeah. 
I gave him the thumbs up, and he just kind of looked at me like, who the hell are you? Well, I just wanted to give you a thumbs up, dude. Nice car. <laughs> yeah, because we have, I suppose. Some do, people are yeah. just like, they don't care. But well, yeah, we, we were joking around while we were waiting for everyone to show up. We've got four uh, Midnight Silver Model well, 3s Well, I knew here. I found the right house when I found like 17 Model 3s out front. So. <laughs> and uh, Raphael and I yeah. were standing outside. Here and I am the driving Model 3 came flying down the street. We're like, no, we're here, we're here. Uh, it was somebody else's car. <laughs> They're just Midnight Silver Model 3s are everywhere. It's well, I was, yeah, I was side by side with a white one coming in. Yeah. Well, you yeah. were a unicorn for a while. I was a unicorn for a while, yeah. In this area, yeah. Yeah. Low yeah. Midnight Silver is definitely the number one color on the Model 3. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. Well, it's about personally, 20% of production, I and, think. And personally, yeah. I think Midnight Silver, that that particular color looks best on the Model 3. I don't yeah. like it on the S or the X. That's my opinion. Colors are very subjective. We do have a Midnight me. Silver Model S in the garage here, so keep it down. Okay. <laughs> hey, I said it's my opinion. It's not yours. It's not not his. It's if you follow mine. the podcast, we once had you know, a show you know I like Trevor is wrong. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Everybody knows I like white. That's just me. Yeah. I would fit in Florida. Why not white? Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, what are you guys going to plan? In the, uh, we're all going to Cape Canaveral this weekend, but what do you guys from the north have uh, planned the rest of your week while you're down? Mm, tomorrow, there's a chance we may go down to Miami. We have some friends of ours that moved to Toronto, and he opened up a comic book store. Nice. So uh, we dropped him on them oh. last year. So we, we lost may, my uh, camera. Yeah, that's okay. We'll keep <laughs> we got one left. So we may drop in and say hi to them. Um, other than that, not much else for the rest of the week until Saturday. And then we fly home late uh, Sunday night at about 11 p.m. So still got, a way. still got a ways. And Ian, you're taking off from KSC with Brad on Saturday. Correct. Yeah, I'm going to bum around. I might do a couple, another day or two at the beach just while I can. And I might actually take a, a little solo run out to the Keys. I've never been. Yeah. I thought ah. that'd be a, a nice thing to well, do. Make sure you charge a marathon before you go any further. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been told. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely there ain't do that. nothing after that. No, no, exactly. Now, but, personally, as a Floridian, I'll go to Key West if there's a plane going there or if a cruise ship docks there, but I will never drive to Key West. That's it's a good a, drive. It's a it's a long haul. It's what a long drive. People don't realize how long of it. What is well, it? Well, because it's all miles? like 40 mile an hour roads, right? I mean, it's I go like up for I'm I like it. It reminds me of the Caribbean. Yeah. It is nice, but it's a, it's a, what is it, about 160 miles or something? I think oh, so, might, yeah. might be more than that. Might be more. See, that's uh, irrelevant to me because I was doing that like every two hours <laughs> for, wow. for two yeah, days. I know, I know. 160 miles, that's nothing. I can yeah. do that. I, drove, I yeah. drove, when I lived in San Francisco in 2015 and moved back to Florida, um, I was able to drive the 3,300 and some odd miles in like three days. Yeah, so you said same, that. I just kept driving. Yeah. Kept yeah. driving. Mm-hmm. Now it's with the gas car, You but. guys are all, I, I drive to Disney World. That's like as far as I go, and then I drive back. <laughs> is that seriously the farthest you've taken your car? That is the furthest my Tesla's gone, yeah. Really? Wow. You know, after, the, after the 6,000 miles going to California, <laughs> 6, miles. the other day, uh, we just decided we wanted to go see someone, and, and we went to Orlando and came back the same day. I mean, it's not... I'm looking a, forward to making that trip. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Bev and I go for ice cream. We don't think twice about doing a 40-kilometer trip there and back to just get ice oh, cream. Oh, get in my car and drive around the neighborhood for no reason. <laughs> speaking, speaking of ice cream... all do just that. Sit in my car and Everyone who I've talked to who owns this car does that. It's, it's a disease. If yeah. you live in South Florida... And the camera's not working? Okay, if, you live, if you live in okay. South Florida... Uh, if you know about Killwinds, which is great for five <gasps> Don't, don't, oh, yeah. don't, what? don't. Just the waffle This guy, right I, here. I have to do that before I leave. We, loves, have, to, we have to do that. Loves, loves, loves. Toasted coconut. 
Toasted coconut at Kilwins. There's a Kilwins right down the street from here. Uh, Is there? What time are they open? <laughs> I don't know if I should have told you that. Yeah. Well, it's, they might be well, closed. It's almost like know. coffee. Okay. Right? That's they're not, probably closed. Yeah, they're probably, probably closed. closed. No, and, we definitely have to hit a Kilwins. But in any event, uh, so I introduced <laughs> him to Jackson's, which is now 63 years here in South Florida. <laughs> yeah. So I entered into, well, we had dinner last year, uh, a couple of us uh, had dinner last year. Yeah. And uh, we're like, let's go for some for dessert. And I'm like, well, I know where we're going to go. We were in Hollywood, Florida. We decided to go to Jackson's in Dana Beach. So he had never been there before. And which is great when you're taking someone who's like Canadian to a very Americana sort of establishment, like, like over the top Americana. Well, I do have to admit, the interior of that place reminds me of my old bedroom of my dad's house. Right. Because <laughs> that's where he keeps all of his memorabilia. It actually still looks the same. I've seen photos. Yeah. Actually, I did so, a video, so go back through the yeah, video. That was a good video. You'll see. So, anyway, um, so we went to Jackson's and uh, he was hooked. So, the fact that you guys came down again this year and went two nights in a row. <laughs> so yeah. great. Yeah. Well, actually, so. we were going to hit Dairy Bell because we had a hankering for soft ice cream. Right. Yeah. We were going to go to Dairy Bell, but oh, they're no. closed on Mondays. Carvel. Carvel. Yeah, we can also get great poutine at Dairy Bell. Oh, Dairy Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you, I haven't been there Some Quebecers, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If you want poutine, we got to go and hit that place up. Well, yeah, my, 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 and my, I work right near there, so well, we're gonna, I'm in. We're going to hit it up this week, though. Yeah, because okay. Miami has a lot of Anna. All right, we got two poutine virgins here. Because you've had, I've had before. All right. All right. It is. I will say, if you guys are in. Poutine's delicious. It's a heart attack in a bowl, but it's pretty much what it is. Yeah, I've had the ketchup exactly. chips. I, mean, I need to have the poutine. Curds, yes, French yeah, fries. Yeah, you have to complete the experience like, now. Yes, yeah. Man, delicious. The key to poutine, oh, of course. Now this is going down a rat hole for sure. But <laughs> the key to poutine is. I think we've reached that point in the show a long super, time ago. Yeah. Uh, super fresh cheese curds. Super fresh cheese curds. Yeah, you know yes. when you put them in your mouth and they're squeaky. That's when you know. And the fries matter, too. The yeah, avoid squeaky cheese curds. I've, I've stored that in memory now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so why, that's why you can't eat it at night when it's quiet. Ooh. Someone's going to know. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody's yeah. eating my cheese curds! Yeah. What do we Parked out the fire! <laughs> <laughs> so, we got... What's... We got some gum? I brought some We gum. do. So, yes, we, we have to... Um, you guys want some gum? Yeah. This is gum. This is special Canadian gum. Beverly already ate two pieces. What? <laughs> what the hell? Bev? Uh, All right, have a piece of gum. Yeah. What flavor are we working with here? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. It's purple flavor. It's purple. Thrills. Yes, right, it's, it's called Thrills. Yeah. That's not a bad... Um, it's made by Tootsie okay. Roll Canada. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Okay, I'm good. This is a little bit of a unique thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Try it. Try it. I might yeah, be chewing that. This might be soap. I don't know. This tastes like soap a little bit. <laughs> you know what? I bet this mint candy tastes really good right about now. I do not understand what the attraction is, but we see, uh, see we ate packages is... and packages of this stuff as a kid, and I don't really know why we did. <laughs> so it's called thrills. Actually, it are you thrilled? Like, it's it's mouthwash. That's what it is. is it, yeah. Are you thrilled? It's, it's mouthwash. <laughs> yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> It's okay, you're okay. You can spit yeah. it up if you don't like it. <laughs> you gotta try new things, so. So, for those of you who don't know, it's Thrills. It's only available in Canada. It's yeah. soap flavored gum. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so right because the back. That, that was so something you... that was missing in the marketplace, yes. <laughs> you can I mean, spit it up if you don't like it. I don't like it. It's an acquired taste. It's like going to Australia and eating Vegemite. You know? <laughs> oh, God, that stuff is worried. That's so horrible. Oh, go ahead. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting taste. I'll take uh-huh. this, Kyle. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is wrong if I kind of like it? I don't know. No, well, no, no. That's... I think you're wrong if you I think you it's an like acquired it. taste. Yeah. Bev loves this stuff. I think after eating all this stuff and then combining oh, that flavor, it's kind of weird. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I kind of like it. I don't know what it is. I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a mildly perverse snacking flavor, yes. <laughs> it's an acquired taste, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. It says it, it still tastes like soap. 
It does. Toujours la même. Like how it still tastes like soap. Yeah. Toujours la même gum savon. Yeah. Always the same soapy gum. What is yeah. art? You know, since we're for two thousand Irish Spring, I, I couldn't really tell which one it was. <laughs> wow. Like You're pegging it down to the exact type. That's impressive. Maybe <laughs> dial. I don't know. Dial. Yeah, I, feel, I go I, with dial. It's more a dial. I feel like we made this like video saying it's going to be NSFW. We really haven't done it <laughs> yet. I gotta see yet. this. I gotta see uh, this. What, okay. what is your favorite curse word? Mm. It, it could be French, but what's your favorite curse word? Oh, in French, they're the best because you can yeah. conjugate them. You can. Yeah. Um, I, 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 by the way, <laughs> by the way, for those of you who don't know, Quebecers, you can tune out. But in Quebec, all of the <laughs> swear words are all religious. Yes, correct. Reg religious mm. words. So you have esti, colis, tabarnak. Right? You, you want to hear? I only really use, well, I, it's rare I use a French swear word because, of course, my dearest Brigitte being French, when you do that, she looks very alarmed. Because I, I don't swear. It, on the yeah, it, it does exactly. So it, but you know, but she's very kind of like she'll use English swear words all the time because it's the reverse. <laughs> in in French, they're just kind of cool. You know, they're they don't carry a lot of weight. Um, but uh, but a French swear word, ooh, yeah, that means I'm serious, obviously. Mm. But yeah, no, where I get crazy with the French swear words is my friend Fred. Hey, Freddie, if you're watching, my friend Fred from uh, San Francisco, who I always stay with when I visit Dreamland. All right, Fred, thanks for the yes, flight exactly. in San Francisco. But we, we speak sort of, Fred is also an expat Quebecer living in San Francisco, so we speak this sort of what we call franglais. It's half English, half yes, French. Yes, I do that all the time. And, and yeah, we, like we, Spanglish. It's yeah. very much the same phenomenon, exactly. You know what it is. So we love to slip in the odd swear words, and where we conjugate the verb in an English phrase. So it's like... Fred, where do you think we should put this thing in your garage? Like, he, I always have to do some sort of work when I go to Fred's house. It's just a right. thing. Like, we work on project stuff in his house. Right. So it's like, oh, let's 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 go kissing on the mur. Because in French, you would say, on va kisser sur le mur. Like, if you're gonna nail something to it, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I love that one. It's like, ah, on va kisser là. That's it. Yeah. And of course, you know, a proper Quebecer at this point would be horrified because be like, oh my god, you can't say that. Well, that's not. But that's not the worst. I think Quebec is the worst. It is. That's a very yes, exactly. Likes likes us the last resort. Yeah, that one's a little too intense. But Chrissy is fun. You can use it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'll start to use it now. Yeah. 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 Can I just say I thought you were joking, and I did not see the package when I said it tastes like soap. Yeah. And it literally does say it still tastes like soap. Oh yes. Still tastes like soap. That that is a feature and not a bug. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. I wasn't too sure. You know, Bev suggested it. I didn't. It didn't even cross my mind because I hate this stuff. But her, it's like right off the top. Two pieces. Well, yeah. That surprised me. What's your favorite curse word? I mean, it could, oh, be, it could be like a Harry Potter oh, curse for all I, I got one for you. Gas hole. Gas hole. Gas that's my hole. favorite oh, one. Though. Yeah, okay. that's good. There we go. It works for me. It's I, I family friendly I, still, but. I, I, yeah. I, I tend to use the F, F word. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, because you can listen in so many different ways. <laughs> it is the most versatile curse word. <laughs> yes. George Carlin? The seven words, yes. Mm -hmm. So I will, I will cuss here a little bit. So uh, one of my favorite phrases is uh, for shits and giggles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to kind of combine powers. it. I say for shiggles. Ooh. <laughs> for shizzle. Yeah, for, no, but yeah. for shiggles. like Snoop Dogg. Well, because there was, there was a point, like I'd be around younger people, and I don't want to say shits and giggles in front of kids. So they're like, oh, you know, just for shiggles. And someone's like, that sounds cute, though. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. So, but no, I, I, will, I will say the F word is definitely uh, one of my favorite ones. I'm trying to keep it clean for the channel. Because yeah. you can use it to... Um, it's powerful. Yeah, so mm -hmm. to say something Thought nice. Thought-provoking, yeah. Or to say something really, really nasty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's by far the most flexible. There's, there's a million. We are literally doing the George word. Carlin skit where he tells you why it's the perfect word. Yes, it's you're right. The perfect I, word. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. word in a like sentence. You, 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 yeah. It could be it's, the only yeah, word in a right. sentence that's eight words long, and it's still a right sentence. You've <laughs> yeah. got your conjugate, you got your verb, you got your noun, you got your yeah. adjective. It's perfect. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's very yeah. flexible. Very flexible. It's like the sentence buffalo, 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 buffalo. Like it's an actual sentence. So yeah. Sure. I'll take that one on faith. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I've never heard that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. We'll play it after the podcast. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, fuck's a great word. <laughs> <laughs> and there, it's a wrap. Yeah, and that's the name of the show. Hey! That's the name of the show. <laughs> Well, if it's topical. I, I loved. I discovered today that there's a few um, a few sites that ran it, but um, that company, American AF, which is yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We all know what AF stands for, right? Because and friends. Yes, and Abercrombie friends, and American Fitch, friends. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. But they did that great work, um, Mad Musk, with yes, Elon yeah, yeah, and yeah, the electric yeah, yeah. interceptor mm-hmm. on Mars. And uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely I, I had to order one of those. I thought that was fantastic. I just love the name of the car- the company though. Who American do you think is going to get to Mars first? Who, oh, Mars? definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, Without, it's not even a question. Space 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 space. Space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I have nothing against NASA. I think it's great that both companies or both organizations are, Mars, are, are going, but yeah. <laughs> but it's just the speed with which they do stuff. It's just a take no prisoners attitude, you know? Yeah. And, and, and NASA, I mean, has an incredible number of talented people, but they have this, you know, sort of regimented approach gover- to governmental approach to things yeah. where it has to be, you know. And I think that's where a lot of the friction has been. You know, like Elon has expressed, you know, a little bit of sadness because the speed they move at seems to ruffle some feathers of the old school at NASA. Yes, absolutely. And that's, but that's what's going to get them there first. There's no well, question. I think part of it is because in their history, and especially because we just had the anniversary of uh, Challenger back in January, it's there's been enough mishaps in NASA's history that they yep. almost have to be overly cautious moving Agreed. forward. Agreed, sure. But, but I will say, though, as a person who grew up... Um, seeing shuttle go. I know you said you saw the first shuttle launch from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the, the biggest thing that's been hurtful is to see the space race happen in the time of the Cold War in the 60s. We get to the moon, and then after Apollo sort of ceased, yep. that's it. The desire to go back to that. And, yep. and it makes me wonder, if we had continued yeah. uh, trying to colonize the moon and explore more of the moon, could we have already then had um, a station on the surface of the moon that would have already taken us to Mars by now? Versus having to basically start from scratch again and oh. now trying to build that. System. I do believe that. I do. Well, yeah. the original timelines were there. I mean, this was all plotted out. They were talking moon base, late 70s, early 80s, you know, yeah, and, and Mars. <laughs> no, no, not moon base. You know, and that, a lot of the plans had that Real as the jumping show. off point for Mars. Moon and Zappa? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, they, they should have been in Mars, you know, late 80s, early 90s at the latest. You but know, my, my hope is that my generation, yeah. uh, whatever, you know, however long it lasts, are able to have Mars be its moon, yeah, for what it was in the sixties. Like that, I, that was. I mean, sure. when, when we finally went to the moon, the world watched. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, for absolutely. Apollo eleven. Yeah, and you know, I'm, and if, of course, if you've seen we're historical buffs, like if you've seen Apollo thirteen, we know by that point it sort of wavered. Like people were kind of done with already because mm-hmm. like, all right, we've been there. What else is there to see? But every mission has its own challenges. Every mission has its own thing, and SpaceX yeah. proves that time and again that every mission is unique. Yeah. Um, but I would I would be remiss if I didn't think that before my time is gone from this Earth that it's that we are have already gone to Mars and we're, and every time it's like because that's nine months to get there, you know that's a pregnancy and it's, that, that's just you know you start thinking about it like it's incredible. Yeah. So yeah, the way I look at SpaceX is that it reminds me very much of NASA of the '60s, you know, like just get it done type of attitude yeah. without a lot of overhead and trying. To, you yes, know, I, I that's was, why I find yes. it very exciting to watch them again because. Yeah. 
as great as NASA's technology has been over the years, because of budget cuts by Congress and stuff, it's just they've become very moribund. Yeah. You know, in their in their attitude, it's like okay, well, take, you know, the the Constellation program, for example. I mean, yeah. God, I mean, how many times have they had? You know, oh yeah, they launch one capsule, and it's like you never hear from it again, or yeah. they did the one launch, you know, and then oh, they change their mind five times and stuff, and that's just you know, when you get these these changes of office and stuff, and they have different priorities, and everything's governed by uh, you know congressional money, and now you have SpaceX, which is a private company, and they pay the bills by launching commercial satellites yeah. and because look let's face it the boosters are going to be thrown away anyways why not use that as a test bed for the technology so they've been able to reiterate very quickly yeah mm -hmm. so in a lot of ways nasa you know or, or my my like of the whole space program in general because i grew up around the time of the moon landing and stuff is is that really shaped my career because at the age of four, I wanted to be an astronaut because I wanted to push the buttons. I wanted yeah. to be in the space capsule. And we used to have a space capsule at the Ottawa Museum yep. for years and That's years. Right. I think it was Apollo 4 that was on display there, the actual the, capsule. The boilerplate one, yeah. the test one. And I used to go there for hours and hours and hours and just stare at that thing, you know, wanting to be inside of it. And eventually I just got into computers by natural because you're pushing buttons, right? So that's basically the, the business I ended up in. So the space program is really, <clears throat> Even though I do the Tesla thing and stuff, I, I very much uh, watch the space program with, with great enthusiasm. Yeah, I, mean, I, I grew up watching all the time, and, and, and you know, I want, same thing, I want to be an astronaut, and my physical de uh, debilitations as a kid kept me from ever taking that kind of course. Um, but I'm, I, I watch with bated breath every time there's a launch. Like, I, I don't care if there's a launch, oh, I never like an unmanned mission, never or what. Misses me, like, no. but, I, what I what I think is great about SpaceX and Tesla in terms of their parallel, of course, Elon and Elon's behind that, but they're both doing something for the first time in human history. They're doing things that are pushing the envelope and saying, okay, are we going to make a mistake? We're, probably they're going to make mistakes. Yeah. But when people critique them and go, well, what do you want? There, there's no copy for them to follow. They're writing the script yeah. as they yeah. go. And, you know, and for them to do what they've been doing um, with their space program, it, I think it's for a lot of folks, reinvigorated the energy of, that's the next thing we have to do. Like we're looking at, Tesla's trying to save us here on our planet. Yeah. SpaceX is, is showing us, but there's the world beyond that. And yeah. those two things can coexist. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's great that they're able to do that. So, you know, now raising kids who can have the same passion for Mars as your generation did. And, and it isn't know, just that. I mean, when you talk about how incredible Apollo was, there's a few reasons. Obviously there's the, you know, just the incredible fact, oh my God, we put a man on the moon. That's the most obvious one. The second one is there's the great technology spinoff, which yeah. is, I think, the most underappreciated part so of a program like that. A huge amount. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, we blew $25 billion in the 1960s on this. You know, what did we get out of it? Whew, you have no idea. But the third one, and I think Elon touches on this, is you need something that sparks people's imagination. Yeah. Like something like to give you drive, to give you goals, to say, wow, that can be done, or I want to do that. It, it, it pushes people. Like in the US, I don't think there was ever um, a burst of people wanting to go into science programs and, and take that direction with their career. I mean, there's this incredible flood of talent that went into all these different areas yeah. that were inspired by that. You know, like that's incalculable what that does, what it motivates kids to like, I can achieve, I can go to the next level of education. You know, I can do something greater, bigger, whatever. Uh, things are possible. It just shows that. It, it, you know, I think as human beings, we need that because otherwise we get stuck in this rut. You know, we're, we tend to be very... We don't like change, that's for no, sure. No, exactly. You know, and you need something to force you out of the bubble. 
And I don't think anything else does that. Like well, Neil deGrasse like Tyson had said um, on an episode of Real Time with Bill Maher that once the space pro once that drive to the moon ended, the idea of tomorrow stopped. Yeah. You know, the, the, the community of tomorrow, the people of tomorrow, <laughs> the chance like all that sort of just died. Talking yeah. to my mic. <laughs> Talking uh, is, like, we gotta cut the show off because my card is full. No. <laughs> All right then. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. All right. Nice nipples. <laughs> and, and we're back. That's still recording. Oh, that's still recording there. So we got yeah. the other stuff. All right. Everybody gather around. Well, all right, guys. We're moving uh, close. Well, tight shot. Yeah, yeah, tight shot, tight shot. Uh, well, I want to say thanks for everybody for coming out. This has been one we've been looking forward to doing yes. for quite some time, Very despite some so. technical issues, which we'll try and fix in post, anyways. But, including uh, a power outage. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was exciting. Yeah. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah. Totally planned too, like yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, uh, thanks for coming out, guys, and uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Big thanks to our sponsors, Evanex, Dulaban Insurance, of course, and Fine Labs. Uh, check out those products, and uh, big thanks to the Patreon guys because the, they make it uh, all happen. If you want to check out, um, you can check out our Patreon page, patreoncom model 3 owners club Don't forget to uh, check out the forum. And guys, give a shout out, right? So it's Tesla Tunity on YouTube. Make sure you follow them there. Of course, on Twitter as well, same thing. This is EC Fix on Twitter. That's the best place to find him. Well, you know where I am. And then you got Ian over here, uh, Ian Pavelko, or just search for Mad Hungarian on the forum. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Mr. Santoni here. It's a Tesla li Tesla Tino. I gotta get that straight. Tesla Why Tino. Is that? Tesla Tesla Tino. Tino. Tesla the new Tino. license plate on the way. Yes. Yes. It's right. going yeah. your plate. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna look awesome. They said three months. And also uh, search for um, Mad Hungarian on Teespring. T e e spring dot yeah, com. You can get shirts like this the, one. Yeah. Link will be in the video description to grab his uh, his yeah. t-shirts and his mugs and stuff. So. And the money from that helps to fund this. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Plug in America. Just saying. Because I'm plugging in in America. So that's right. Where it comes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys. We'll call it a night because I think we've had our sugar fix. I think so. I don't know what we're going to do with that stuff. Oh, no, no, no. And to no, all no. you watching, if you actually <laughs> made it to the end of this show, props to you. I'm impressed. <laughs> Cheers, everybody.